I just got stuck in a bogey train. All right. Welcome, everyone, to this is episode 28 of the Bogey Train podcast. First time live streaming. So keep that monitored. Uh, could throw a couple of wrenches into the situation here, but we're going for it. I've got with me Jangs, as always. And as you could expect, Noah is at the moment nowhere to be found. And uh, we've got a first time guest. We've got Landon Hall on the mic live from a disclosed or undisclosed location over there, Landon? Well, you know, just thinking about how vast the audience is, I kind of want to keep it disclosed at this time, but yeah. Howdy, everyone. My name is Landon. I'll say Minnesota. First time guest. Uh, Just uh, feeling good. Jenks, what's up with you? Oh, not a whole lot. I just want to say welcome to Lando. Uh, thank you. Uh, Nick mentioned first time guest, hopefully, uh, could become a future host if Noah keeps doing Noah things. So who knows? Or maybe we just have four hosts. I hopefully Noah shows up. I'd like to actually get to talk to Noah this week. Uh, just, it's another day. I'm happy. Just had the masters. It was a great week. Great weekend. Uh, can't wait to get into it. You know, uh, usually we're just, uh, just an audio situation. So, uh, these would be the faces behind the voices. Uh, don't always see them, but, uh, and a lot of times we play around with some virtual backgrounds. Do you need, uh, any explanation for your background, Jang? Or is it pretty self-explanatory? Uh, I stationed myself out at 12 at Augusta again this week. Um, okay. I'm in the stands, just just waiting for the next group to come through. I think I've got about 364 days to wait. So um, hopefully that comes sooner rather than later. So are you still there today then for uh, all of the yeah. media members that got to play? Okay. Yeah. And uh, I'm just going to be sitting here waiting. I'm going to wait until next year's Masters. Um, so I, I won't move from this spot for, for the next year. Wow. Okay. Uh, what did Rick Shields do today on the 12th hole? Uh, Rick Shields actually chili dipped one right in the middle of race Creek. Okay. Uh, it was crazy. You know, they had the pin front left. Um, not the, not the Sunday pin that you would have saw yesterday, but they had it front left and he, he tried to take it on. He pushed a little bit. It went towards that front bunker, uh, and barely made it halfway across race Creek. So, wow. Wow, that's a lot of insider information. So we'll have to see if that actually uh, pans out because he said he's posting a video in the coming days of how his round actually went. So we'll see yeah. if that we'll see if that holds true. I um, took a I took phone video evidence as well. So just in case. Um, okay. You stuck that on, huh? I did sneak the phone into Augusta. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm actually live here at the 15th hole still. So right behind me. Uh, which way do I have to go? Oh, yeah, right here. Um, I'm trying to figure out which direction is which right here, just yep. over my left shoulder. Uh, we got Pat Cantley. He's still putting, um, at the 15th hole. So 
Uh, we'll monitor the situation. I'll let you guys know if he actually hits the putt, but I'm guessing he won't by the time we finish this. Well, I, I heard uh, I heard Hovland's been been done for about 12, 12 minutes now, so it kind of yeah. left left Cantley in the in the dust. So yeah, Cantley was still back in the fairway about two fifty. Hovland was finishing out for par. Um, so you know, it's I, I got it right over my shoulder here. I'll continue to monitor the situation. Like I said, uh, we'll let you guys know if he hits that putt anytime soon. Uh, but pretty much a Masters recap. It was a very interesting weekend. Uh, just overall thoughts on on the Masters. The, in my opinion, the best golf tournament in the world. I'll throw it over to Lando first. What a weekend it was! Um, I mean, obviously, talk of talk of the time was how the live live boys were going to do, and surprisingly, I was impressed. Yeah. Okay. You know, I was a little preoccupied when you asked the question, so I didn't really know what you said, but I figured what I thought of it. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just just overall thoughts. Very open ended. Uh, James, what about you? It it was just another another magical week at Augusta. Um, You know, it seems like every year there's kind of got to be something that happens. Uh, you know, a couple of years ago, it was the 7.30 a.m. start for round four when Tiger won. This year, it was storms upon storms and trees falling and birdies falling. It was a. Uh, it was it was just another another crazy, crazy week, even going back to the par three contest. Uh, Seamus Power back to back aces. In the par three contest. Can we talk about how, you know, that, that brings up, I wasn't planning to talk about this. Uh, Is an ace at the par three contest at the masters a Mickey mouse ace? Yes, but it's still cool. Okay. I mean, if you're out making back-to-back aces, it kind of makes me question the integrity of the ace. Well, I mean, look at, if you've ever watched the par three contest, you know that all the pins are put in like bowls that are just asking to be aced. And so, I mean, it's not surprising that there was five aces this year and two of them were back to back by the same guy, but only third time in history that's happened. Yeah, he made two aces and still managed not to dislocate his ankle. So many would. And also managed not to win. Yeah, that itself. He probably, he, he probably, which two holes did he ace? Was it seven and eight or was it eight, eight and nine? nine. It was eight and nine. Okay. Yeah. So that, that throws out my theory of they purposely threw it at the end because he knows that the winner of the par three contest never wins the masters, but no, it was, he finished ace ace. Yes. Okay. Solid. Didn't even have to take the putter out the last two holes. And then, I mean, the Scotty thing where his group, they all tried to hit at the same time. Uh, and then Scotty dunks it, walks up and there's two balls in the cup. And he's like, what's going on? Apparently, Shane's powers just never went and got his ball from the second ace either. Just left oh, him. Okay. So, yeah, Scotty walks up and there's two balls in the cup. He doesn't know what's going on. Well, and then the thing that didn't make sense also from when uh, Scotty's group all hit at the same time, I kept seeing the video, oh, Scotty made an ace, but then there were still three golf balls on the green. Yeah, I think so, what happens is like the group before, 
lets them hit up and then they putt out while they're walking up around the lake. Okay. I was, yeah, confused because there was also someone standing on the green while <laughs> yeah. they all hit. I'm yeah. like, this is about 90 yards away. There's no way they don't see him. <laughs> but yeah, he's just there. He's like target practice, blowing off the green or something. And then there's just three balls being missiled yeah. in at him. All right. Well, that's, that's good. I was, I was wondering exactly what happened there, but uh <laughs> So the week overall, I don't really know what to make of this Masters or where to rank it because there's a kind of a lot of talk of, you know, people saying, you know, this is the worst Masters ever and whatever. I think Sunday redeemed it a little bit. Um, But I mean, overall, we haven't had a really exciting finish down the stretch since 2019. Uh, that one, and, and maybe we're still paying the debt for that masters because that one was so epic and tiger ended up winning. And, uh, you know, there were this, the amount of guys that were in the mix that week was crazy. And so maybe we're still, maybe we're still paying for it. But so then the next year, DJ was the November masters with everything was weird. DJ won by five. I think. Uh, the next year, Hideki, he had a pretty big lead the whole time. It got a little bit close on 15 and 16. We still ended up winning somewhat easily. And then last year, Scotty, I mean, it was never really that close on Sunday uh, after he, uh, well, he chipped in for birdie at the third. And then Smith tried to make it a little closer with his birdie at 11, but it really was um, pretty much in Scotty's hands all day. And then a lot of the same for for this one uh when the final round started was brooks up by two is that how brooks was, brooks was up two at the start of the final round yeah okay so at the start of the day because they were on the eighth <coughs> green he was up four and then yeah, there was just was a quick uh, there's a quick two-shot swing it was first three minutes of golf there was a two-shot swing yeah okay yeah so which is which is weird but you know ever since rom Took over the lead. It just kind of felt like that was that was going to be the that was going to be the outcome. But it was there was still a lot of exciting storylines. But it just wasn't one of those where coming down the stretch there was any sort of excitement as to who was going to win. No, I think most of the excitement was instead like you know Jordan Spieth was charging. What can Jordan Spieth do? Phil Mickelson was doing Phil Mickelson things. Um, I feel like a lot of the focus was elsewhere. It wasn't really on the lead group at all. Um, yes, I would agree with that. And so I guess we got a, uh, an above average John in the, uh, Oh, he the is waiting here. Room currently. He is here. <laughs> so, okay. So while he's joining, yeah. Um, what about overall, I guess we we can get into it. We'll 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 ask him too. But he's still loading in. Yeah, maybe. I, yeah, I he's, think he's, he's in aware. now. He just doesn't have camera on. Oh, there he is. There he is. Oh What's my up, John? All right. All right, guys, you guys ready to record? Yep. We're already recording, my friend. Are you serious? Yeah, and live streaming actually. Are you serious? On the tube. Yep. You're live on YouTube right now. Sir. I can't believe I can't believe you have Zoom premium, Nick. I'm proud of us for that. Yeah, you still owe me. That's right. Oh, oh you what? Money? Yes. 
Landon, dude, what's up? What's going on? Feels weird being on the bogey train after riding the birdie train. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure you yeah. were on the birdie train. Sponsored birdie trains by Kings. Yoded. <laughs> Raising kids. Right. Noah J, your overall thoughts on the weekend? Like just just a quick, um, um, I guess, overview of the Masters from your perspective. All right, sure. The Masters was great. I just had a great time. I didn't have really anything going on, so I got to sit down and like watch the whole thing on my couch. I went through about half a tub of cookie dough and a couple breakfast sandwiches in the last two days. Um, weirdly was pulling for Kepka to win good old Brooks cupcake. Um, I don't find that weird at all. Considering you're kind of the live stand here. I don't, I don't know why I didn't want Rom to win. I like Rom, but I didn't want him to win. Um, it was great seeing Phil make a, make a late push on Sunday. I was texting like a bunch of my buddies down here and none of them really watch golf, but they like all saw that Phil was making a run. So they're like, dude, have you seen, are you watching Phil right now? I'm like, why do you guys care about Phil Mickelson and the masters? You don't care about golf at all. But so that was kind of fun, but Augusta just pure as always. I could hear the roars from here only an hour and a half away. Felt like I was basically there. Wow. Okay. What a time. What a time. Our, man, our, our man on the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys are in the booth. Yeah. But overall, it was, it was a little bit of a weird rhythm, obviously, with uh, multiple stops and starts with the weather. That's something they yeah. can't control. But um, so, yeah, I w- oh, but I it, it's, liked, it's Masters Week, legendary w- as always, right? I would have liked to, to see Hovland be in the mix a little more. Well, he, he was. was. He was kind of my guy that I was pulling for on Sunday. Yeah. But he didn't really get off to a good start or much of a good finish or much of a good middle of the round either. So yeah, not much you can do. Uh, that's kind of how it goes. Yeah. How much you can so, do in those three parts of your round aren't very good. All right. We've got uh, quite a bit of stuff to get to. So really uh, just starting with like the weather, the stop and start, which was kind of yeah. a bummer for them to call golf so early on Friday and Saturday. Um, Friday was weird because, well, there was a really short delay at first. It was like 15 or 20 minutes. Then they were back on the course and then, yeah, really then they weird. delayed it again. And I don't, was it because of the wind? Was it because those trees fell that they I, sized I, it for the rest of the day? There was a, there was a thunderstorm that was rolling yeah. in. Okay. Yeah, and then the trees just happened to have been a uh, yeah a victim of that storm. The winds come up, those trees come down, and then at that point they just you can't play the round with two trees sitting in front of the tee box. So they had to call it at that point. Yeah, my my buddy like texted me that night. He's like, or he Facetime me. He's like, dude, did you see the trees come down in Augusta? I was like, oh no, what trees? Because there's some important trees out there. Like on None the, the left side of fifth. There's the left side of fifteen. He's like. Yeah, what, I can't remember what he said. He's like, they're left side of 17 or something. I'm like, oh, nobody cares about those trees. Well, yeah, it's the left just, side of were... 17 T-Box. Yeah, yeah. No, but literally yeah. nobody cares about those trees. You burn them all down if I care. Except for the 20 people that almost died. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you yeah, see well, the, the video? Did, yeah. It looked so. like there was one person that was standing. Yeah. And the two big trees fell on either side of this person. Yeah, this guy was standing like so. There's it was the big tree, and then it had two different limbs. And there it were comes actually down three trees on, total that fell. Oh, was it? But yeah, they come down on total. either side of him, so he's just standing in the middle Wait, of it. He was between. There was a guy between. Yeah. Yes. 
like he was unbelievable. Trying, he was trying to get hit. He's like, I'm sick of this. And then he's yeah. like, oh, break. Dude. He's like, if I want to die anywhere, I, they it's missed, gotta be Augusta. They missed me. Yeah. Imagine being a patron and that happening, and uh, you get the pride of just running out and being on the 17 T box as the trees yeah. are falling. Yeah. It, and he, then like somebody probably the cut security, the tree down. Yeah. So security could, like, comes out. out and then they're like, All right, you stepped on the T box, you're off the course. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, what if they got in <laughs> yeah. trouble for like Going inside the ropes <laughs> for saving your running own for their life. lives. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was just really unfortunate because the broadcast windows are kind of a sticking point. They're they're a little bit tough on Thursday yeah. and Friday. Uh, if you're not on the app, you know, watching the featured group or different whole featured whole coverage, you know, the ESPN coverage doesn't start till three Eastern. And so on Friday, it was like it was not very long after the coverage actually started. So you kind of no. wait all day for the coverage to start and then it finally starts and then they're done for the day. Yeah. I'm, I'm and, kind of a featured group guy, so it didn't really bother me, but I, I did think about that like yeah, on like Saturday or some, one of the days I was like, this is well, crazy. and it was even, it was even worse on Saturday. So because, because it was still the second round ESPN carried the rest of it that they still had to finish Saturday morning. Yeah. And, uh, but then in the gap from there to the third round, they they went off earlier than they were planning on, and they went split tees threesomes for the third round. Uh-huh. And I think they started, long story short, the TV broadcast window wasn't going to start until about two hours after the leaders started, and the leaders weren't a featured group. So there was this whole... On know, Saturday... About, yeah, there was about yeah, there was at least an hour and a half or two hours where you there wasn't I mean you could watch them on holes four, five, and six, weird. that stream, but you actually couldn't see the you know the final group's shots live, which was yeah. a huge L. The broadcast only really makes sense on Sunday. Cause like it starts it started 30 minutes before the leaders teed off on Sunday. I guess it kind yeah. of makes sense for a Saturday too but it doesn't make any sense on the Thursday, Friday. It's just kind of luck of the draw who you get to watch. Well, yeah, but, it, but then it, it, it uh, you know, hones in on the players that are playing well rather yeah. than, you know, the featured groups you could I have. Don't, I don't know if they're, I, I would be interested to see like what percentage of people were just watching Tigers group versus what percentage of were yeah. watching the broadcast. Yeah. Which was, which was another thing. So you had and, and, then be, of, and then of course yeah. again on Saturday. So you so you're waiting these two hours for the TV broadcast to finally start, so you can see all of the relevant action and the final group. And then 15 minutes into the broadcast window, they call it for the day. Yeah, which was which was extremely tough. Um, but I really I get why they have Tiger as a featured group, but really on Saturday for Tiger to have made the cut on the number. For him, Thomas Peters and Sung J M to be featured going off the tenth hole, and not have Kepka, Rom, and Bennett featured was a tough look, in my opinion. It all right. I I get what you're saying, but is there a tournament that just in general has better coverage than the Masters, especially when it comes to what you can get for free just online? Well, I mean, you're definitely right. The app is phenomenal. But the, the broadcast windows, too. the the broadcast windows on TV are actually like first three days. They were very frustrating. Yeah, I wish they had more. They definitely have the best time they can. Like afternoon on the weekend is the best. But just in general, like 
nothing compares to the watchability of the masters on the app online. And I know there are probably phenomenal. I mean, there's probably contracts involved, I'm sure. But the fact that on Thursday and Friday, I mean, the entire morning until the broadcast starts, I mean, you've got golf channel doing live from the masters talking about the masters, but they can't actually show it. Like golf channels, they've got nothing else to do. Why can't golf channel show (laughs) the mornings, the morning rounds on Thursday and Friday. I, I think they just don't have enough. I mean, maybe they do. They don't have enough crew, but they could get enough. Crew. Oh, they have the money I'm for it. They have sure the money for it. They could make but, it work. But, but also you can like, like I had featured groups up. Then I also had four five and six. So I could catch when the leaders went through four five and six. And then I opened up amen corner too, for the same thing. So you have six of the 13, six of the 13 holes. You have six of the 13 total holes on Augusta that you can watch six of the, don't, total no, don't forget. No, about there's, 15 there's and 16. Eight. Yeah. There's eight. Oh, there's yeah. 15 and 16 as well. I yeah. Know. I I mean, first two rounds, I've got quad oh, yeah, screen see. up the whole yeah. time. Anyway, yeah. going back to what you said, Nick, if you're going to be that big of a hardo that you want to watch it on golf channel, just pull up the stream. No, the but stream. there's not a broadcast stream. That's what I mean is it's, you've got the featured featured groups and the featured holes. Thanks. It's the same as every single week. James, we just have to uh, we just have to understand that Nick will never be satisfied with any type of golf coverage ever. Honestly, that's not like true. at least that I didn't have to. Like, I, ne- at least I, didn't, I didn't have to deal with the cock this week. I didn't My think goodness. we would be. I didn't think we would be. We would be chirp. We would be criticizing the Masters coverage. It is the best of any tournament ever, hands down. Okay, I, I can't thought. believe it's, I can't believe you're criticizing. It's true. <laughs> it's true. But but Saturday, the fact what, what that do you want? The their their broadcast window on Saturday was pathetic. What, can't, they can't control yeah, that. That just yeah, happened. Augusta though. National, CBS. I, I guarantee you, CBS would have rearranged it. it. That's that's Augusta National's decision. I don't think it is Augusta National's it decision. Is. It is everything that comes to the broadcast is Augusta National's decision. Oh, you mean and and CBS was CBS was commentating but taping it the entire time, like the, the whole beginning of the third round for the so. They were commentating and taping it as if it was live coverage, but they weren't actually showing it because they knew there was probably going to be a delay later, and they just show it then. It's like what, what, what are we doing? But anyway, yeah, they're. I mean, yeah, they have they they have a lot to work on. No, I I agree. They need to figure it out down there. But for years and years, it has been by far and away the best. Yeah, as far you know, the majors obviously and. Um, you know usually, it is the best coverage usually i find myself on my computer like typing in reddit golf streams dot free dot not really that illegal dot edu and then i will find like this really suspicious website to watch golf on but i don't have to do that for the masters and then you got to buy a protection plan to get the viruses off your computer <laughs> yeah. i can't tell you how many viruses they've saved me from like, Just get ESPN Plus and you'll be fine. Yeah, ESPN Plus is the my, is the move. My only you get the Hulu is, bundle. You get no, Disney Plus too. I have Prime. Oh, I have Disney too. Wait, how much is ESPN do you, Plus? Do you have Disney Plus? Yeah, I pay the yearly subscription, which is like doesn't ESPN come with it? Yeah, it does. ESPN no, well, there was Plus, that no there was way. that one deal that was like Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and Hulu Disney for fifteen a month. Yeah, maybe. Wait, is there a yearly rate? Do you guys I have it? I don't know. I have it. 
Disney Plus bundle. My fiance pays for it. I don't pay Disney for it. Disney bundle, stream Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN. Okay, so I pay for so I pay for Disney Plus. And it's ten bucks a month. Yeah, right? but then but then you've got you've got ESPN plus and then you've got the CW. Like wow. how much golf can you keep up with? I could upgrade to ESPN plus for three dollars more a month. That's like that's a oh, no-brainer. If you're if you're a, gonna watch the PJ Tour live coverage, that's a coffee at well ESPN plus. Like I use it more for other things that's not the PGA Tour. Like you can just find random sporting events on there. I use it exclusively. Uh, There's nothing else I really use it for. I watch it for like college football sometimes, like uh FCS football, um Formula One, obviously, kind Ooh. of sometimes on ESPN Plus. Maybe they should put live on ESPN plus. I'd watch a lot more of it. My, my roommate I has ESPN not. plus though. So I don't really need to buy there it. There you go. <laughs> well, you could tell your roommate to stop ES- buying it and then you just get the bundle. Why would I do that? <laughs> that makes no sense. Whatever. Still paid for it. Can we, can we talk about the actual masters now? Yeah. Yeah. Ron Ram wins the masters. What? I mean, Jonathan, he, he now has two majors. It kind of seems like, he was, he's been one of those guys for quite a while that is at the top of the game, the, the, the current game in terms of, you know, for, for a while there, it was sort of a weird scenario where he was one of the best players in the world. He would contend all the time, but he was just not really finishing the deal quite often. Um, but, you know, he got it done at the 2021 U.S. Open and he now has... Uh, his second major, he's got a green jacket. He's actually, shockingly, the first European to win the Masters in the U.S. Open, mm. which is a pretty crazy thing that I heard. I, I couldn't believe that. Like to win uh, both of them just in general or? Yes. Yeah. I'm going to verify wow. this because I, I didn't believe it when I first heard it, but. Wow. That is, that's a crazy stat. I know that kind of messes with my head a little bit. The first European to win the Masters and the U.S. Open. Kind of crazy, isn't it? I don't know what to say about that. Uh, yeah. So, and he's got four wins. Not even, not even just this season, but this calendar year, four wins. He won Century Tournament of Champions. He won the American Express. He won at Riviera, and now the Masters. And he was, I mean, for someone who's a top three player in the world, you know, relatively speaking, he was coming in a little bit under the radar just because his last month hadn't been uh, as prolific as the prior months. But it was... Yeah, I mean he's just he's just obviously a dominant force and we can be sort of prisoner of the moment and say, well, yeah, he's clearly the best player in the world. But then, you know, after the players, we were saying the same thing about Scotty, but it it's becoming very, very clear that it's those two and then a pretty large gap, and then Rory, and then a smaller gap, and then everyone else. Yeah. I mean, as you kind of point out, we talked about it last week on the show when it was just us. Uh when you're kind of talking about picks and we didn't really talk about John Rahm a whole lot. Um, Cause like you mentioned, 
not really been that great leading up to it. Didn't make it out of his group at the uh, the match play. I believe didn't he withdraw from the players too? Uh, yeah. So there there wasn't really a whole lot to go off with him, and I I am mad at myself because I fell victim to it. I was like, I haven't seen enough of him. He hasn't been playing well. I'm not going to pick him in fantasy. And then he goes out and wins the whole darn thing. And I don't win in fantasy, which is a shame. But, you know, John Rahm is, he is that guy. I kind of took some stats from the broadcast yesterday. Just kind of some little tidbits. Fourth Spanish Masters champion, which is the most of any country in. He's the fourth? Yep. Outside of the United States. He's the fourth different Spaniard to win the Masters. Sebi, uh, Jose. Oh, Sergio. Sergio. Sure. Yeah. Most of any okay. international country. Which I see how you'd forget about Sergio. I mean, you know, he's sort of off in Wonderland these days. And he wasn't there to congratulate John Rahm, which was a little was bit surprising. Really? Yeah, that was a little weird. Um, I guess he did miss the cut, I think. So maybe and it makes sense. I don't want to hammer home the whole four putt on the first hole, yada, yada, because there's 71 more holes, but... If we would have had our our Friday night show that we planned on doing, one of the things I wanted to mention is, yes, he did four-putt the first hole and then proceeded to still shoot seven under. And that was incredible. Which is outstanding golf from John Rahm. He is just, he's been playing very well. Uh, also, Caddy Bib 49, 4-9, Seve's birthday. Second, yeah, I thought, second uh, Spaniard to win the Masters on Seve's birthday in the last two attempts. I mean, well, here's the thing. I mean, if the birthday is April 9th, it's there's a pretty good chance Master Sunday is gonna gonna fall on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So but, I wish I would have. We talked last week about you know Spieth's won on Easter Sunday the last two years. I wish I would have known the whole last time the Master Sunday was on Seve's birthday. Sergio won. Those like, numbers don't mean anything. So in 2027, when the Masters is again on Seve's birthday, you can bet that I'm picking whatever the top Spaniard in the field is that week. Are you saying you're not superstitious, Nick? A little stitious. I think, yeah, I would say you're a little stitious. Just a little bit pretty, stitious. I would say you're averagely stitious. What do I, I mean, do that's superstitious? You... You're stealing Lando's thunder. Lando, what were your thoughts on John Rahm this week? <laughs> yeah, Nick. Gosh, dude. I loved it. I'm a big Rambo fan, you know, with my shortened backswing, my other golf friend group. My like is John Rahm, so I'm always going to be there for him. You have another friend group? <laughs> Surprising, yeah. Really? Yeah, I was actually, so John Rahm, when we look at the date here, November 8th, 2013 on Twitter. He posted a... Uh, the vault. A fortune cookie uh, little thing. This is from the archives. <laughs> from Panda Express. Your talents will be recognized and rewarded. And he said... Suitably, the suitably rewarded. Sorry. Sorry. He said, I'm going to win the Masters. Yeah. Yep. I think I think where it said suitably, I think that's kind of why he was getting the, the green jacket. Okay. Uh, play on words. There you go. There you go. That. But yeah, and he said, I'm going to win the twice. Masters. Yeah, that's what his, his comment was. Then he, yeah. Guess so, what he did? He won the Masters 
So Landon, do you, you just watch John Rahm and, and you just identify with him because you know, you uh, have that yeah, short backswing I mean, and you're just hitting it out there 340. Well, I mean, not really even the distance, um, more just the backswing is the only comparable oh, thing. Okay. You know, many I mean, people forget that John Rahm was born with a club foot. Really? I wouldn't say people forget that. They just don't know it. Or yeah. uh, <laughs> that isn't really a simple fact. That's that's uh well it's an ongoing joke that uh my step grandpa, every single time John Rahm is on TV, will just be like, Oh yeah, he was born with a club foot. And like just every single time. So it's yeah, well uh, he was it turns into a people forget that kind of fact. fact. Lennon. Can I just say your mic sounds really good? It's actually my was my second option tonight. I couldn't get my uh this is your other podcast mic. mic. Yeah, that yeah. is true. This is his B tier. Well, he start plan A was the AirPods. Uh and then I'm like and then I'm like, I got my mic, so I should try using my yeah, well. sure SM7B, and then I couldn't get my drivers to work on my work computer. So oh, so you're on a condenser and not your vocals mic? I'm actually on just like a, it's called a Shure SV5 or something like that. It's a little one you plug into your phone. I've never heard of that. It must be dust. Uh, yeah, another another superstition anyway. too. Um, John Rahm's first child is named Keppa, and oh. he defeated Brooks Kepka to win the Masters. You I know, I actually that's a stretch, but well, here's the thing. I actually pointed this out to my family yesterday. It was either the 21 or the 22 masters. I think it might've been 21, like just after Keppa was born or last year. I can't remember, but one of the years, Ian Baker Finch uh, was talking about it during the masters broadcast and he misspoke and he said, Rom's new baby named Kepka, <laughs> even though it was Oof. Keppa. And it was just foreshadowing because yesterday, John Rahm. Who's your daddy? That was he's now Kepka's father. Yeah, he adopted him. <laughs> so you can oh. say it's all scripted, right? Oh. He wrote the script. I got to find that clip. Where, speaking, where he says, okay, speaking of John Rahm, I was listening to a, a different podcast today, and they kind of brought this up. What are our thoughts on the green jacket ceremony? And just like everything that happens after? Because... It's really weird to me now that I kind of hear it and think about it that, you know, they're in Butler cabin and they put the jacket on. And then after he has to take the jacket off and give it back to Scotty to go walk outside to the 18th green and then do the whole thing over. They, they just need to do it outside. Yeah. I I kind of Butler cabin is just so awkward. Do you guys see Sam Bennett? awkwardly he just dipped i didn't yeah. realize like, that i saw yeah. a video of that today he just dipped that's not, yeah. it's just so awkward you just <laughs> need like, to do it right. outside i'm not i'm not needed anymore <laughs> yeah it's it's a tradition it's never going to go away but yeah i totally think the only one that's needed is the outside one and like you never even see the outside one it's always the the butler or no it's the opposite way around like all yeah, the photos no, on, all the pictures are outside yeah yeah it's always on, on the cbs broadcast you see butler cabin but then the other yeah. one is sort of one you maybe see like on golf channel later i feel well like. and like in years prior or years in the future like we see the picture of 
Adam Scott putting the jacket on Bubba Watson yeah. on the 18th green, not all in the, Butler cabin. All the pictures are outside. So what's the point of the Butler cabin thing? Just for the broadcast and an interview? I don't know. You tell me. Did anyone see a picture get... of the loafers that Scotty was wearing? They no. were they were no. a tough scene. They looked like they were about three sizes After, too small. I, afterwards? Yeah, when he was during the green jacket ceremonies, yeah. I guess there were multiple. I also probably, thought it was weird. After John Rump finished and he meets Jordan Spieth walking by, and Jordan Spieth's like just still wearing his golf fit. Like, dude, you're a master's champion. Get done with your round and go put your green jacket on and look like a boss. Yeah, kind of a flex, like when Tiger won, when the last like handshake before he went in to sign his card was Bernhard, and Bernhard just has the jacket on. Yeah, like why if you're on Augusta's grounds and you're a master's champion, like Tiger's last masters, he should just play the masters in his green jacket. <laughs> you know, allegedly Spieth only has one masters. I mean, he's got to have like a two or three by now, right? I keep hearing he only has one. You'd think he should have like seven. Uh, anything else on Rom? I mean, statistically, he's basically a top 15 player in every category. He's he's great off the tee. He's great with the irons. He's, he's That's probably been one of his biggest areas of improvement this year. Um, uh, he's great around the greens, and he's a good putter. Statistically, There's, he's a top 10 player of all time. Well, easy. Let's... He has the potential, you could say. He's no, not he's a top yet. ten player of all time. What crazy? Uh, one crazy stat about John Rahm is that he has more professional wins than missed cuts. Hmm. Top ten player of all time. One that's thing I will a, give him props that's a, to. That's a crazy take. Actually, you think right now he's that he has a top ten career of all time? Yeah, that is a truly insane take. Yeah. I must say. I do. That is that is pretty out there. But so I I just want to make sure we're clear. You're. It's not that he has the potential to be an all time. No, I think if his if his career just ended right now, I think he's a top ten player of all time. Whoa, that, that is truly insane. Yeah, flaming should we, hot. Should, should we just move on from that, or should we name ten players no, that have I, had better careers? I can name a hundred, <laughs> maybe. Hundred. That's absurd. Top 10, dude? Jigs. Come on. Well, yeah, you obviously got Tiger. Okay. All right. Yeah, let me hear what you got. You got, you got Tiger, Jack, Arnie. Okay. Phil. You've got Phil. You've got Gary Tom Player. Watson, Gary Tom Player. Watson. <laughs> All right. Brooks Kepka, Rory McIlroy. No, no, not Brooks. <laughs> yes. No, not Brooks. Really? Really. Rory, you got to give, give it to Rory. Rory, yeah. I put Bobby, Ram above Brooks. Bobby Jones, Sam Snead. Debbie? Sam Snead. Sam Snead, half of Sam's, Sam Snead's tour wins. Don't even. One versus okay. one, nine hole matches. I agree, but then he still has Ben 31. Hogan. Ben Hogan. Bob Jones, of course. Bobby Jones. Bobby Jones is never a pro. It doesn't count. Old Tom Morris. What? the greatest players. Doesn't count. Bobby Jones might be the greatest player ever. No, that's, uh, he that's literally reserved might be. for Phil Mickelson. Wow. I think we hit 10. Greg Norman. By, Byron Nelson. I mean, come on. There's just the list. Goes uh, I, I think John Rahm is better than all of them. Harry I think Barton. John Rahm's, no, that guy's garbage. He couldn't even beat what? Shia LaBeouf. Fra- Francis Wiebet? Well, yeah, that's actually true. That is Francis Wiebet's top 10 true. too, dude. That is true. Harry Barton is kind of garbo. Yeah. Yeah. I've okay. seen Shia swing. He's all right. Okay. I'll, I'll retract. I'll go top 20 all time. That's probably even... 
That's all right. We can move on from that. Maybe that's a that's another episode. Uh, do we talk about Kepka or Phil first? Well, let's talk about Liv, uh, Kepka, and Phil. Okay. Overall um, thoughts on the Liv boys? That was that was one of the you mentioned it earlier, Landon. That was kind of your 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 pressing overall thought of the Masters. What like elaborate on that a little bit? What were your expectations going into it? And now that it has happened, you know what stood out? Well. Right away, I mean, I obviously wanted all the live guys to miss a cut. Ooh. But I will say it did add a lot more entertainment value on Sunday, seeing seeing Phil rise. It was good to see him, you know, what, 52 years old? Something like that, allegedly. Tied, tied his, yeah, oh. allegedly. Tied his lowest score that he shot. That was that was crazy, actually. He, it was uh, his Phil lowest ever shot. final round. Yeah, and I think it was he tied his lowest round ever at Augusta, and he had not shot that low in a Masters since before Tiger Woods turned pro. And it was uh, lowest round of the round, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was... I'm obviously still part, like, not a huge fan of Liv by any means, but it was good. It added another another contest within the Masters itself. You know, you have your your competition to see who wins, but also it felt like it was kind of a PGA live deal for me anyways, but here's, a, here's an interesting stat for you guys. All right. So 16 out of the 18 live players made the cut, right? That boils down to that's not true. Pretty sure it's true. I think it was 12. Someone fact checked me. Well, Kevin 12. now withdrew Louie withdrew. Maybe so that's two already. 18, 16 of Bubba. 18 finish. <laughs> um, Bubba poke rack, rack miscut. Sergio miscut. Bryson miscut. Uh, Bryson miscut. All right, guys. Just, let, just It was 12 we, of the 18. Okay, how about we don't fact check me next time and just go <laughs> okay. with my stats? <laughs> well, okay. Okay. Wow, 16 uh, of right, the 18. Now I need to rerun. Now I need to rerun. Wow, considering two okay. withdrew and so, one okay. was Bryson. Okay, hear me out. So there was a... There was a what, how many players in the field this year? Like 95 ish? I think it started uh, like with 80 84. Okay. Started with 88, couple withdraws. Okay, so 88, couple withdraws, and then a couple AMs. So, like non live guys, that's about 80 minus 18. So, you're looking at 62. And how many of those guys made the cut? Just stop talking. Right? Just I'm just stop. trying to boil well, the considering, numbers down. Considering I Sandy think, Lyle and Larry Mize and Jose Maria Olathabal count as players in the field that aren't though. live guys. You know that is. Hey, look, I'm not DJ Singh. I'm not trying to write a narrative right now, but I'm just saying that these are the stats. Here's the thing: no, no, go, coming into the tournament, the the quote unquote stats or the numbers said that there Somebody should be about a, eleven and a half live guys that would make the cut. And twelve made the cut. So as overall, as they, far as so looking they, at the they cut, blew it out of the water. You could say you're saying. <laughs> you could say they slightly overperformed. So you, I mean, you overall, talk about I thought this? all I heard I is it was a good week for live for the Bubba, live players. Bubba beat Jose Maria Olthabel by one. Crushed him. Bubba he lost terrible. to five six amateurs that also missed the cut. Plus. I don't think- Sam Bennett. I don't think Bubba like played cut. last year. Wasn't he like the rain goats are a power lost to a bunch of amateurs. Garcia lost to a bunch of amateurs. Like Bubba's a golf coach now. They lost to VJ Singh. 
VJ Singh was playing in Hoka's. VJ's nice. Fred Couples is nice. How about him? Um, yeah, he was calling the live guys clowns. So how do you? I don't know how. Well, they are. Oh, okay. I, I right. want to say I, you guys have gone on. Orlando kind of talked about this whole PJ versus Live battle. I don't think that was even an issue. I don't know very many people that were really concerned with like the oh PGA versus Live. Like, I don't think a whole lot of the players really cared. Besides me, Norman. Realistically, um, it was fun to see everyone back together yes, playing. I think yeah, that's, was that's kind of, kind of the biggest thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, I had to see DJ back, see Phil back, see Kepka back. Like, I'm sitting there. Again. I, I'm not, you know, rooting against Kepka at all. I thought it would have been really cool if Kepka came back and, you know, won the Masters. Uh, I would have been really excited for that. Um, the only person that I just didn't want to win was Patrick Reed because, you know, F that guy. But Do you guys hear his <laughs> roaring applause on his birdie putt on the 12th? Yeah. Yeah. I did. Was, Speaking was, of, when we were talking about Phil, that birdie putt he made on the last hole, I don't know if it was just me, but I was expe- like, it seemed like the reaction was a little bit muted. Like for a birdie putt on the last hole to shoot 65 and move into solo second, like it, you would expect, especially it being Phil Mickelson, you would have expected them to kind of erupt. And I, it seemed like it was a little bit underwhelming as far as the patron reaction around the 18th green. I don't know if you guys noticed that or heard that or it. thought the complete opposite. I didn't see it. Maybe there just wasn't that many people there because he finished pretty early. I I also want to play this game with Phil a little people forget or people will forget. Phil loses by four. Um, At one point in round three, he has it to six under. Proceeds yeah, to he, bogey five of his last 11. Yeah. To drop to one under and then still oh, finishes at eight. I wonder how far he got before the weather delay. Because when it was pouring rain, I mean, that was... Obviously, it makes kind of fun TV because it's just crazy. People are making doubles everywhere. But if you're out there on the course, like that is absolutely miserable golf conditions. I think like, he got Cameron to, Young was hitting his drives like 235, and he's the longest player in the field. I think he got to like 11 or 12. People were coming up short on 18 with three wood for their second. Yeah, shot. I mean, was that was that was horrendous insane. conditions. And absolutely I'm, terrible. And John Rahm had the bad side of the draw and he won I, by four. I saw this great tweet that was like, you know, people are coming up short with three woods on, on 18. And this is what we want to turn golf back into. We want to take distance away. Roll the so ball back, baby. This is what golf looks like. And it's just, it's stupid. And yes, you pointed out John Rahm was on the bad side of the draw, which they're saying was costing people two and a half shots. Uh, on average, it was about a two and a half shot difference between good side, bad side, and he won by four. Yeah, so the, by far and away, the best player in the field won the tournament this week, which yeah, always hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I don't think I had anything else on Phil. Let me check my notes quick. No, it was, I, uh, it's gonna, just here. Is this is this the time for you to gloat about your little Phil comment? Last yeah, week? I will gloat. Uh, last week, if you didn't listen or if you did listen, you just want to remember, I did tell Nick, you know, don't be surprised. If, if you Phil, didn't listen, you're dead to us. But anyway. it, I said, don't be surprised if Phil, you know, has a bad week or has a good week. Uh, or 
It was something along the lines. It was like, you don't said, be surprised you said if, never count out Phil. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was like, don't be surprised if Phil misses the cut by 50, but also don't be surprised if he finishes like third. And here he comes and he finishes tied second. So, you know, you know, never count out so Phil. So you're, you're a genius. Never count out Phil. You know, I would... You know, I'll, I'll give that one to you because I, I, I completely wrote it off as a possibility. And I would, under certain circumstances, apologize for that take. But how – I mean, I was just going off of – he hasn't played good golf ever. I, like I know he hasn't. How many he years. hasn't played he, – He has had the past, you know, three, four years, he hasn't played – I mean, aside from the Champions Tour, he hasn't played good golf except for twice. And one played- was when he won the PGA championship. One was yes. when he got second at the masters. Yes. <laughs> They're completely out of nowhere performances. He's, he can't even, he can't even finish top half of the field on the live events. Yeah. But it's just, for some reason, it's something about Phil. He, when the lights shine and there's stocks that need to be traded, he's always there. That man is just, he's just a sociopath. He's a wild, um, did we talk about Brooks? I did have a couple things I wanted to talk about Brooks. Yeah, let's talk okay. about Brooks. Um, I have a. I also have a few things on Brooks too. Whenever it's first, my turn, but if you want to go first, Jengs. First of all, it. I did point out last week. I thought sixty nine was going to be his number for the caddy bib. I thought it was going to be magical if he would have won with the caddy bib sixty nine. It would have been a living meme forever. Well, and that was his. His caption was just nice after. Yeah. Was that the second? I think it was after the second round. Yeah. Um, I have in here. It's just, it was a simple Brooks not used to 72 holes, question mark, you know, live, play 54. I don't think that that's the issue. No, I do that's not think not that was factor. the issue. That's not. I think factor. the issue is the long break Saturday, Sunday. Uh, between when he finished his round on Friday and teed off on whatever, he played six holes. Yeah, that is true. That's true, yeah, because he he played morning wave on Friday, so he was in at twelve under. He was everyone done. else is is out dealing with the conditions, and he's just sitting at twelve under. But he didn't yeah, play he until then. The final group went out on Saturday, and they played seven holes, or yeah, almost seven full holes. He he did not play a lot of golf, and so I think you know it's the weather that got to him. And pair that he's there a fast be, player. There could and be he's got to yeah, that Patrick this, can't play sitting in front of him playing oh, we'll so god-awfully slow. We'll get there. But Well, and with Brooks's, Brooks' history with uh, Bryson and slow play, it definitely has a uh, oh, 100%. A factor in it. Um, But it was really good to see Brooks kind of back. They pointed out, like, you know, 2021, he's reading putts like a tripod. He's got one leg stuck out way out to the left because he just had knee surgery. Then he has surgery on the other knee. And now, you know, he, he looks back and it's, that's good to see. I like to see Brooks playing well. Uh, Landon or Noah, do either of you have any Brooks comments before I throw well, on against the wall? I wasn't a huge fan of Brooks, frankly, haven't been for a while, but he kind of grew on me this weekend. I wasn't, uh, I wouldn't have been opposed if he would have pulled out the W, but. Did you watch well, the Netflix documentary? Yeah. Okay. That, that that's kind of a, that's kind of like a it, it's sort of an underlying storyline for Brooks now. Like just mm-hmm. that people the fact that people have seen that side of it. Just how yeah. much 
he was lacking in self-belief at that point. I, yeah, but anyway, continue. I, I did see a couple. Oh, sorry, Lando. Go ahead. Well, I'm trying to remember the stat. I don't have it with me right now. So I believe it was nine out of the 11 people who led by five strokes after 70, was it 36 holes? One. Was he really up by five after 36? Is either four no. or five. Well, it was but, after he got done with 36 because yeah, Rahm ended exactly. up, ended up yeah. finishing at 10 under. But the only – the two other times that the people didn't win with that lead was Greg Norman twice. Yeah, that was actually a funny stat. I did see that. He He's also – that's his first ever non-converted 54-hole lead in a major. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I really like huh. seeing him play well. He was doing really well, obviously – Got some tough breaks here and there with the weather and the pace of play, but he's playing good golf too, you know. So yeah, that's all I well, really have on Brooks. I think I think Brooks is back. Like he Brooks is back to being Brooks. I mean, first two rounds he was absolutely dialed. Like his iron game was phenomenal. Uh, the, was the so second dialed. the second round, I mean, he. He missed a couple good looks at birdie and eagle. He could have easily been 15 under after the second round. Um, so, I mean, he was playing really, really good golf. So it's it's just interesting to have him back in the mix. Another thing, I mean, the attire was horrendous. And that first round, that that lime green shirt with the yellow shoes was truly putrid. It's and the, then he it's, just wore, it's he the wore shoes. the yellow shoes. Yeah, the yellow shoes every round. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I don't know who told him that those looked good. Oh my but gosh! He used to that burn was, those. That was rough. He used to burn those and then burn the ashes. See, but after I feel like the thing about Brooks, I'm. I feel like he knows they look terrible, but he doesn't care. Yeah. He's like, he probably just like is doing it because because <laughs> probably, they look terrible. They're probably really comfortable. Um, but they're, then, probably, they're probably Skechers Go Golfs. Yeah, and so then a c- couple more points on Brooks. The narrative is is that okay, well now he's healthy and so now he can just finally play good golf. Like, you know, the past couple of years it's been 100% health related. But like you were mentioning Jings, a lot of those, you know, when he was reading putts like with one leg sticking out straight his right leg because his knee was messed up. I mean, that was 2021. He actually contended in a couple majors that year. Um, but last year, 2022, he, he was reading putts fine. I mean, he appeared to be healthy. He, he was saying he was healthy. Whether or not that was true, I guess, could be up for debate. But it was last year that he struggled the most. So I'm, I'm wondering how much of it really was like just health that people are saying is like, oh, well, you know, now he's finally healthy. Or whether he really just was struggling that much with his golf game last year. Because sure the, men- the mental side of it, too. You know, maybe he's improved yeah. a good bit of, of that side of the game. And on the full swing documentary, they talked about his health for sure, but he it, it sort of seemed more like, okay, he's healthy now, but he just like isn't playing well anymore. I thought it was but, I thought it was his putting. I thought that was kind of like and that what, and that was went a, on with him for a couple years. That was a big part of it too. Yeah, he's like on the putting green, he can't make anything. Yeah. Cause he and, was like uh, when he was winning those majors, he was like number one or consistently top ten in putting. Like 
for yeah, a year. It, it seemed like it seemed like he just always made the putts he had to. Exactly, and he, that's like, what he looked like in the first couple rounds. And the and the first couple rounds, he was, he was, he was doing that. From four or five, the like the big ones that keep your round going. Yeah, he was looking everything. like the the Brooks from the majors in exactly. 2018 and 19. That's I what think, he was looking yeah. like. I, th- I and, think that's, uh, that was it. So I mean. So whatever it was, whether it was health or just his golf game or both, I mean, first two rounds, like you just said, he totally looked like Brooks is back. But then it brings me to my other point with the last couple of rounds when he struggled a little bit. Um, he sort of, it seems like he maybe hasn't quite been the same ever since the 2019 PGA at Bethpage. He still went on to win. But on that back nine, he had four straight bogeys, which is actually where we get our little soundbite from in the intro. Shout Uh, out to Brooks for that. Yeah, shout out to Brooks for that. Um, And he he nearly blew a seven-shot lead that day. He didn't. He ended up winning. But, I mean, people that were there... And, you know, if you watch the broadcast, he 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 was visibly shook on that back nine. He truly... He truly was scared that he was going to blow that massive lead. And... He ended up winning, but he hasn't he hasn't won a major since. And his Sunday performances when he has been in the mix have not been great. So yeah, look at the 2021 PGA. Uh, 2021 PGA, the 2020 PGA, too. Yeah. Uh, at, at Harding Park, he was in the mix and he was talking a huge game before the final round. He's like, Oh yeah, you know, this is what I do. This I win majors. And then he went out and played horrible in the final round. Um so I don't know. It's something to oh 2019 US Open, uh, when he was in the mix with Gary Woodland. Uh 2019 open at uh Port Rush, you know, he didn't have a great final round. I mean, so is this something? I don't know, or is it just the law of averages kind of balancing out, you know, from when the first it was like, you know, those four majors that he won, it was like every time he was in the mix, he just won. And now the law of averages is kind of coming back to him. And or if there really is something mentally in the final round that you know, has been there. So I don't know. It's just kind of, kind of interesting to watch. It'll be something that will be fun to watch kind of the rest of the year. Cause I mean, when Brooks was playing well in majors back in 2018, 2019, he was contending in every single one. He was always yeah. at the top of the leaderboard. He seemed so, unstoppable. Yeah. When it comes around to the, the PGA and the U S open and the open this year, uh, I want to see that Brooks back and I want to see him in contention actually, you know, close one out this year. I fully expect him to be involved at the next three majors this year. What do we, what do we got for majors? Uh, PGA is PGA is at Oak Hill. Yep. Uh, Jason Duffner won there in 2013. Ooh, Duff. And uh, the U S open is at LA country club. Yikes. I don't, I know very little about that course. I'm actually Never really excited for that one. I bet it's in um, LA. Yes, it is in LA. I'm, I'm actually going to be playing it. So I uh, bet we'll it's a uh, country club as well. Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll give, I'll, I'll tell you guys well, you know, what it looks like when I played it. So, yeah, I thought Caleb um, was playing it. Well, why, oh, why not both? Well, all right. And the open is at Royal Liverpool. Uh, last time it was there was 2014 when Rory won. So, uh, that's my that's my Brooks takes. Is Noah? Do you have anything on Brooks that we haven't talked or covered yet? Not really. No, I was pulling for him. Brooks Kipka. Let's see. Do we have? What do you guys? We, what do you guys think about? What do you guys think about his win in in like on Live Golf? Like, what do you guys think about a win on Live? Does it mean anything to you? 
Well, it didn't. It didn't before. Well, I shouldn't say it meant nothing. Like the fact that he was playing really well at Live Orlando, I mean, ended up winning it. Like it, it kind of, it kind of was like, I don't know. Th- uh, the sensors were detecting something. Like in my, because I, I, uh, for a little while, I did have Brooks in my fantasy lineup when I was, yeah. you know, I ended up taking him out before the week. But I mean, he was, he was on my radar. He wasn't like a top five favorite in my head, but uh, I would say it, it, it put him on my, on my radar, like towards the edge of the radar, but it, it put him on my radar and he would not yeah. have been there if he, if he didn't, if he didn't play well at that event. Sure. So yeah, I was curious to see that. I think it, no- it did mean something to me. Yeah. Another masters moment that maybe you guys talked about, but I, but I didn't hear was when, uh, was it Siwoo's, Ke- Siwoo's wife was caddying for him in the par three. Yeah. Is She's a pro golfer. So, and she hit it under the green on hole nine. Pretty sick though. Yeah. Yeah, I liked uh, whose dad was it one year? It was it like Sung Jay's dad or something? That had like just a crazy swing, but just threw a dart on like uh, but yeah, I think she's a pro golfer at, on some level. Yeah, dude, the math, the par three contest is just something special, really brings Masters Week together for me. Pretty much every every part of Masters Week it's is just, sick. It's it was cool when uh when Scheffler and who he who's he playing with? Burnsy. There's like three guys hit them simultaneously. And then oh, yeah, we talked about their, that. And then two of their wives went after that. Yeah. And then it was like Tom King. Yeah, and then like, and then the, the caddies have <laughs> and then whoever is caddying, whether it's a wife or you know, whoever, um, they, you know, they have they have an easy gig. It's only nine holes, and there's like three wedges yeah, and a putter in the bag. Kind of a bummer that Finau's kid didn't hit a good shot. I was hoping for a good one. I didn't see Jeez. it. I, I I didn't catch any of the. Oh, he shanked one. Any of the. He's sorry three. for the. That's tough. Sorry for that's the S word, guys. You can yeah, you can tough. bleep that out and post, but. Um. All right. Any. Uh, I've got I've got a a lot of other. A lot of other individual players here on our on our list to talk about, but I don't know. Do we need to hit all of them, Jengs? What do you think? We we speed run some of them. Uh, we already talked about Phil, obviously. You know, I'd like quick to drive by of quick drive by of Cantley. Uh, nothing with Cantley is quick. No. Sadly, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, let's talk about <laughs> Victor first. Obviously, let's talk about Victor first because Victor he was tied for the lead after round one. Uh, yeah. Shot a beautiful seven under, and he really kind of just stuck in it for the entire rest of the week. He kind of had a, you know, an and round in round two. I believe he shot a couple over. Yeah, and um, he was struggling round three too. But then when yeah. he made those five straight birdies on the yeah back, five straight birdies were that huge. Was, he was that was sick. I think it got him three or four back after the third round. He was three back going into the final round, which is and, well within reach. I mean, yeah. he was definitely in this thing. I mean, look at guys like Phil and Spieth, what they did, and they were like 10 back. Um, You know, he was there. I just think it's a little bit of lack of experience and a little bit of immaturity. Uh, You know, there's some some parts of his game that just aren't fully ironed out yet. If you listen to the broadcast, the featured groups, they talked a lot about, you know, his, his short game is not great. And a lot of those drop shots, I mean, you look at, the the double bogey on six in the fourth round came from you know a bad bad wedge shot and a terrible three putt 
And from there you make double and you went, that was a dagger that you went from being a couple back to being four back and it hurts. Uh, But you know, Victor, he looked really, really good. And he had some really good outfits throughout the week as well. I disagree with that. Um, You know, I loved his, I loved his fits. I wouldn't, he's another guy that, you know, the other three majors this year, I wouldn't be surprised if he maybe throws his hat in the ring uh, maybe won't necessarily contend, but be up there for a top 10 just because the masters it's, it's really hard at the masters because it's at the same course every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can kind of get a little bit of a feel. He played really well there when he was an amateur uh, and he's had some good finishes there. So it, the the thing about Victor, he's just so incredibly talented and his swing is so good his ball striking that, I mean, he just, he just ends up in the mix at a lot of these big tournaments, but yeah. it's just, it just doesn't feel like on the weekend he's actually a, a threat to win these tournaments. So I don't know. I mean, hopefully that comes with time, but it's just at the point where, I mean, even if he's hanging around the lead, I just, I'm not, it just, I guess. Yeah. Basically just like I said, he really doesn't feel like a threat at this point. Victor's, yeah. Victor's Thursday shirt might be one of the most polarizing things in golf. In I thought it was sick. Series. I, I was it. I was about it. I was about it. But there's he was Nick, getting a lot of hate. Unde- a lot of undeserved hate. I it, it got so much hate that he had to change Terrible. his script. Round two, he was supposed to wear a green one. Instead, he dressed he up like changed, the UPS man. He changed his script and wore the UPS shirt. Well, who doesn't like the UPS? I love that. Was a nice brown color. It was. I, it was I a, dig that. It was a good fit. It was another good fit. I mean, um, even if it some, didn't look like he was bringing my package to my apartment. Yeah. But you, I mean, like, who doesn't like the delivery men? That's a universally liked human being. Yeah. Sure. It's like, like it's I like you the packages. It's like it Santa that comes at all gifts. times. Exactly. Exactly. The prime the guy. Thing, the thing with Victor, Victor, he needs a good clothing company to come and save him from. I. What's from Jay wrong with Jay, What's wrong yeah. with JL? I like they're JL. Just, they're look just at his edgy. look at Victor's outfits week in week out. He terrible, looks sick, absolutely dude. terrible. That green pullover he was wearing to start the round in round was four terrible. I, I like I that a lot. The shades of green it. that was pretty cool, dude. dude that I guy love, was wearing like I love five it. shades of green minimum in the final round. That's terrible. Yeah, that's but like I mean, Augusta, his, 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 his once it got warm enough, he took the Shout the pullover out. off and the polo. The polo actually looked good. But man, we need, know, we, need to, we need to get him. Cool. We need to get him on a Grayson or a Adidas or I don't know something. Something. Jay, what is he with Jay Lind- Lindberg right now? Yeah, Jay Lindberg. Yeah, let's get him some Adidas long sleeve polos. Adidas is dust. I was actually shopping Phil's, for long sleeve polos Jenks, yesterday. Dude, so, nice. so I texted the picture of Phil wearing the long sleeve. Right? What do yeah, you he looked great. That? He looked great. I almost I thought about wearing mine for the show tonight. I didn't want to. I didn't want to start some beef, but I thought it looked really bad. <laughs> I thought it looked so. sick. Anything else on Victor? No. Let's continue our drive-bys. Victor uh, Dubois. What, what about? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. What about let's, Lando? Lando didn't really. Oh, didn't, yeah, really Lando. didn't really sneak anything in on Victor. Anything to add? I mean, I was pretty bummed he couldn't. I mean, he was so up Facts. and down all weekend. Facts. I would. I really enjoyed watching Victor, but. He's the kind of guy where you're watching it and your wife is like, Oh, I feel so bad for Victor. He missed that putt. You know, like you're just you're just waiting yeah. for him to screw he, up. Kind of. He looks that's, like such that's a mine. nice guy. Yeah. 
Lydia loves Victor. She's his, Lydia, he's her new favorite Rachel, golfer. It, this, this is this is not an isolated incident. It, yeah. Victor is beloved by wives everywhere. I, and I do feel bad him getting paired with Cantley. Victor we was start just our, even. Do we start our Cantley section now? Yes. Can, can we sound the horn? Can we sound the horn? Cantley is a. I don't have a soundboard over here. That was really good. Cantley is officially added to the list. I can't believe I didn't put him on the list when I made the list, but Cantley's on the list. list. He's on the list. I saw a lot of takes this weekend. Can we do a prisoner swap? Swap and just do a trade with Liv. Trade Brooks for Cantley. Oh, uh, I saw some people say, like I saw a couple people were like, yeah, give them Cantley and Xander and take back Brooks and Bryson or something like give just us, anything. Yeah. Give us Cam. I'll fit. take I, Phil. Yeah. We I give Cantley for a lot of people. All over dude, there. I, I would love to give Cantley for Brooks, dude. Cantley is so miserably slow. It is. I also sickening to watch, dude. They were like a hole and a half behind. I also don't like looking at his face because he's like, just like, well, he's a tool. He's just like the hey, tool. I don't like yeah. looking at him. I don't know why. And he sticks his little tongue on it. <laughs> like, and he's rounds, it's like nothing. Buddy. Maybe smile when you make a putt one time. I don't know if this is going to get us to the explicit thing, but nothing pissed me off more than on 16. He hits that iron shot to the front of the green. He's got like a 60 foot putt. Reads the damn thing for like 10 minutes and then hits a putt like eight feet short and does it all over again. Yeah, I don't even think like, he lost just, his turn. It's so unbearably like I just want to go to the bathroom and tie my towel around yeah. the shower. Well, that's what Ron was thing. trying to do. Well, well, yeah, he, he went, went seven, seven times seven and times. they still were catching up to According him. According to Brooks, yeah. Word on the street is if Liv gets both Cantlay and DeChambeau, they'll never finish their rounds ever. Dude, so. that's why they had to shorten to 54 holes is for guys like Cantlay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. See, Cantlay, Cantlay's gonna throw off the whole shotgun start. It's gonna be Yeah, they just mess. let those two they let those two start like nine holes before everyone else. And then Yeah. But you could tell you could tell multiple different times Victor was just getting absolutely sick of it. Obviously, 13. Chipping yeah. well before Cantley's even across the little. There's, I heard, a, I heard a lot of. Uh, there was apparently a few instances where like Victor was on the next tee, hitting his tee ball by the time Cantley was even finishing out, or like he had just finished out, and Victor's yeah. already on the tee, hitting the next tee ball. Yeah, it's uh, Cantley, another one of those guys. You never really felt like he was a threat. Um, I know we've been kind of no, roasting him terrible. About- about he hasn't, you know, played well in majors. This is kind of kind of a, a good appearance in a major. He was in the second to last group. He had an outside chance going into the final round. I think he was five back, but um, really solid third round, the best round of the third round. He was four under. But I mean, it was it was truly disgraceful the it, uh, the pace of play situation. Mm-hmm. You said it was a good appearance. It was maybe a good appearance for him. The only good appearance for the fans. Is a Patrick Cantley miscut, so we never have to deal with this again. Yeah, I mean, just because I mean that makes me never want to buy a Dewalt Power Tool ever again. I want every single tournament to have Patrick Cantley, James Hahn, and Dylan Fratelli in a threesome, and then put them on feature group coverage, so I can know that I'm not going to watch feature group coverage that week. <laughs> just like start them at like six forty five a.m. Dude, I. 
I don't even remember who was all on the list, but Cantley, you're on the list now, buddy. Cantley is officially on the list. Cantley. The only way you can get off is if you come on the podcast and prove me wrong. Well, we would. We would. Do we have enough time for a guy like him on our podcast? No, it'd probably take four hours, which is our podcast take four hours anyway. Be an eight-hour pod, and we'd have to break it up into like six different segments. Yeah, it'd be. Uh, we'd have to release it. one episode a day for an <laughs> yeah. entire week. We would be set for a while, though. We would just do one episode. With it's just we like, yeah, this is part like one of the months. Patrick Cantlay. Yeah, which not a bad idea, actually. He does have a pretty good record at uh, the Ryder Cup and President's Cup. I mean, he's been a pretty good USA player for the last, I don't know, decade or so. But maybe it's because whoever he's playing against, uh, whether it's singles or some sort of four ball match or foursomes, uh, the other team just gets Dude, too irrationally actually, angry at the pace of play. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, that's what happens when I play Caleb. I, start to snap my clubs out of frustration. So a lot of people were wondering if Jay Monahan sent a sensible an an message to Cantley before the final round. Um, yeah, Cause he didn't want Brooks to win. So he's like, you know what? Just, just take your time out there. That'll rattle Brooks in the group behind you. Uh, but Twitter yeah, is that, pretty funny with this whole Cantley situation. Yeah. yeah. Nick, do you see scene. the one, you see the one of the old couple. Yeah, yeah, they were newlyweds when he teed <laughs> off or something. Speaking of, speaking of, did he funny. hit that? Can't like hit that putt yet. No, he's still. <laughs> no, he did, but he he always is. He's mid stroke right now. Okay, I thought he was still reading it last he's, I checked. Well, but I'll let you guys I know mean, if he, he hits he's it. He addressed multiple back? times. He's pulling the putter. Is he pulling the putter okay. back? I can't tell. Is he is he adjusting his stance right now? Oh, or? maybe he's still reading it. I, I think he walked back to the tee box to get a second look at the green. I think it will so. no the sun's setting, so I think they're blowing the horn. So he'll be back here tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. We were just checking on Cantley there, James, seeing if he's, he's still there. He hasn't hit that putt yet. Yeah. Okay. So um anything else on Patty Cantley? No, uh, absolutely Patrick not. Patrick can't play, as Lando and I like to say now. We just we need pace of play penalties to start being enforced yeah, really it's yeah. working with the mlb with the pitch clock let's you know let's let's bring it over i'm yeah i'm there's got to be some accountability that, and i hate to start on a negative but does that bring us over to sam bennett no sam zinnett you mean yes yeah, <laughs> my boy I mean, sam little, zinnett little his pace of play his pace Zimbabwe. of play was bad too <laughs> yeah, as he's much slow. as i hate to say he's that slow. was i yeah. hope he improves that because that was tough yeah his pre-shot where he's standing over the ball and he takes like six different looks at the pin and yeah yeah it, yeah, it was his, getting his, his I heard, play was really not good i actually heard a lot of people kind of like complaining about it on twitter and i was like I, is it really that bad and then i watched his second shot on one in the fourth round and i was like yep it's really that bad uh maybe he should switch from zins to grinds and get a little caffeine in his system so he starts playing a little faster all right, uh, that out of the way, super awesome week from him. James only said that because we're sponsored by Grinds. Actually, I'm gonna I'm working on a Grind sponsorship. Okay, a grinder. Well, right now you're doing it for free. <laughs> I know, but they give me this cool koozie that you no, oh, you can see it. Oh, there you go, Masters Grinds. Yeah, that's koozie? sick, dude. That's super dope. What flavor are you on right now? Uh, I got right now. I got an orange yeah. citrus in. Oh, shout out. Um, but I bought a lot of wintergreen. Oh, yeah. I bought some mint chocolate, and then tell some- me, tell me what the uh, 
the profile is like on that uh yeah is it is it full bodied and rich or oh it's so rich how's that flavor profile does it yeah you know does it does it stay with time or does it really fade? oh yeah no it stays with time does it Mm. excite the emotions does it transport you down to the florida panhandle it it Did makes you feel, me feel like you were at the Masters. It makes me feel a whole lot better than uh, than the Zenits did. It's hard for me to believe that mint chocolate could be defeated by a different flavor. No, it can't. Okay, good. Mint chocolate's good. delicious. Yeah, that's it's undefeated. Never undefeated. Never lost is mint chocolate. Undefeated. Never lost. Exactly. I agree. Okay, good. This is <laughs> like a free ad read. I'm hating this. <laughs> no, this isn't free. They they paid me. They gave you me a paid free, them for their product. No, they gave me a free test flavor. So I'm technically, I got to shout them out for the test flavor. What, so this what is, is this? Their, oh, I think why they do that because you paid vanilla. Them. Wait, that sounds good. Vanilla yeah. Hey guys, um, it's time for our next message from our sponsor. <laughs> what is that? The bogey train is brought to you by Bob Raisin Ross. Cane's. Oh, Raisin. okay. Now we're getting, this is an actual, hey, guys, ad. Guys, we can't it, throw that one in. It was Easter yesterday. Raising I'll edit, I'll edit games, that out of right? a live stream. I have 20 yeah. seconds to do it. Nope. I'm sorry, guys. One love, uh, baby. One love. But for the record, I will get a grind sponsorship for the pod. All right. We got to talk about the positive of Sam Bennett now because that was awesome. I just finished by an, it was almost by all an amateur. Yeah. I just finished by an amateur since 2005, I believe. And second lowest 36 hole score by an amateur ever at eight under. Starting 68-68 was pretty legendary stuff, to be quite he, honest. He didn't look like an amateur those first two rounds. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he burst. He, sort of, he could hit. Go ahead. No, I was just to say, he blew Scotty Scheffler and Max Homa out of the water. That's who he was playing yeah. with. Yeah. yeah. He looked lights out the first day. It was it was pretty unreal. Like, imagine the nerves teeing off with Scotty. Yeah. And Homa for that, you know, two yeah. top five yeah, well, guys at the time. And I imagine the first tee at the Masters, obviously the nerves got to be incredible. But then after shooting the 68, I mean, you got to be even more nervous for the second round after you went out and put out such a good round like that. And to shoot 68 again was was really sweet. I think on the weekend, uh, the, you know, obviously pressure probably got to him. And he was, he was a little bit more erratic off the tee. Which yeah. which definitely was a problem for him, but his short game, he hit so many really good pitch shots. Like he would just kind of loft it up into the air, it'd be a one, uh, one bounce and just stop right next to the hole. I saw a lot of those from this guy. Um, yeah, Frankly, and I mean, I don't know how he's very confident. Yeah, I don't know how any of these guys got in a groove with how stop and go this whole weekend was. Yeah, it really. You know? dep- I mean, it it did depend largely on what side of the draw you were on. I mean, I don't like yeah. first two rounds. The guys in Brooks' draw, which was late, early, they didn't really have to deal with any of it. Yeah. Um, but then obviously everyone had to in the third round. Yeah, the, but I just had to go look at Sam Bennett's strokes gained for the week. Um, so round one, two point three strokes gained putting. Seems uh, right. And, Three strokes gained T to green. Round two, four strokes gained T to green. Uh, 2.9 strokes gained approach plus or uh, 1.2 strokes gained putting. Round three, where it kind of takes a turn, he lost. 
one and a half off the tee and he lost half putting and round four, he lost two strokes putting and another one and a half off the tee. Yeah. A couple bad, a couple bad three putts from him in the final round, especially yeah. when he was, when he was, when he needed a birdie late to try to get uh, in the top 12 secured invite for next year, he was on the 15th green and two and three putted for par and then missed a, missed a makeable look at birdie on 16 as well. Yeah. So I'm seeing a lot of, you know, just the putter kind of went cold the last two rounds. Um, and the, the driver was not great. He lost strokes for the week with driver. Um, everything else was, you know, pretty, pretty average. So yeah. And in his press, I mean, interviews and press conferences, he seemed, he was sort of just exuding confidence. Yeah. He was very um, confident. The way, the, the way he said that, uh, the course he won the U S amateur at last year, it was called Ridgewood. And he's like, I mean, you know, Ridgewood's harder than this place. You know, the way he said that, I don't know if you caught that clip, but yeah, that was, that was kind of funny the way he said that. And just the fact that he did say that, but, and, um, it's really cool to see an amateur playing really well in the mix. At least he didn't say it's a par 67 to him. Talking about strokes yeah. gained, um, there's one guy that's not on our list that I just want to hit quickly. Through the first two rounds, Scotty Scheffler was the worst putter in the field out of everybody. Yeah. He lost tough. He lost three and a half strokes in round one putting. He lost 3.89 in round two putting. Yeah, and wasn't he like either at the top or near the top in like strokes gained T to green for both of those rounds. Yeah. I mean, he was, uh, round he one was playing very well. He just couldn't make anything round one. He was 7.88 strokes gained T to green. That is remarkable. Well, that, I mean, that was the day he shot 68. He like, he, he struggled like he, well, obviously it looked like he struggled because he wasn't making anything. He was very frustrated and he shot four under. That was when I thought I was like, Scotty Scheffler's definitely going to win because He's gonna he's gonna make putts at some you point. You would think, yeah, and it took just a but little bit didn't. too long. Um, yeah, round two was terrible. Round yeah, two, that was bad. bad. Yeah, I don't know what you think. He's just gonna stick with the his the way he puts, the same style, same style of putter. Well, the, it was kind of weird because there was a clip from you know Masters on the Range or live from the Masters early in the week, and he looked like really upset on the putting green. Yeah, like he just I looked kind of irritated, and then they asked him about it, and he's like, no, that's just my routine. Like, that's what I do every week. Well, so something and, just seemed a little off. Well, it, and it just did the whole week, like, on the course, too. Like, he was getting, like, very agitated. He's normally not a guy that really kind of shows his emotions when he's playing. But he was getting very frustrated on the course. It was kind of odd from yeah. Scotty. Yeah. Um, I usually see it. But that's that's all I kind of wanted to mention with Scotty. You know, obviously just disappointment. A lot of people thought he could repeat, and he just still finished top ten. Uh, just didn't have it with the putter this week. And then another thing about Sam Bennett, uh, he won low amateur. Of course, he was the only am to make the cut. Uh, a lot of people were talking about how he had a college event today. He was you know slated to play thirty six holes today. Um, I ended up checking into that. Uh, it's the Aggie Invitational. I checked into it earlier. He ended up, he did say he was planning on playing, but apparently he didn't. So. Yeah, he said he wasn't sure, but he thought about it. Uh, I saw he flew in pretty late last night. Yeah. Um, I checked the, the scores. If you yeah. that. 
I checked the scores today. Yeah, it looks as if he did not play. That would have been a true Hardo move if he would have played. Yeah, would have. Yeah, yeah. It was so, it was funny. Like in Butler cabin last night, he's like, "I still haven't made my decision yet, but I think I'm going to play." You know, just with his southern accent. But Jenny, I'm sure he got to bed really late. I, Maybe even woke up this morning and was like. He was probably no. hopped up off six different Zins at no. that time. I'm very intrigued. I gotta. I should reach out and ask what flavor he was going. Um, you know, let's take our bets. What flavor you think he was zinning? Um, probably just like a like a wintergreen or something. I bet he. Uh, I bet he's a citrus guy. I thought it was a light blue, wasn't was it? Was it? Was it a spearmint? I think it might have been a spearmint. Oh, gotta be mint. I, Show me yeah. mint for sure. Here's the thing, like I, I do, there are a lot of things that are pretty endearing about him. Um, if you see the from the U.S. Amateur last year, some of those really gaudy club twirls can maybe, uh, you know, be a bit of a turnoff. But obviously, the story about him and his dad, the tattoo, and everything. Mm-hmm. Go look that up if you haven't heard it. I'm not gonna not gonna get into it here, yeah. but just the fact that he's not like a cookie cutter, gorgeous golf swing that you see with a lot of these college players these days, and he's not not pumping out 190 ball speed. Like some of these, you know, it's sort of a, sort of a homegrown, homegrown swing. He's had, I think one lesson in his entire life and he's not just overpowering the course with distance, but he's just really precise in a lot of areas, hitting a lot of fairways. Um, I did like that too. Just the fact that, you know, he wasn't just out here overpowering it. Like a lot of the other uh, top college guys these days. Nick, and it speaks to quickly, uh, it speaks to the depth of college golf because he's ranked number six in PGA tour university. So hmm. uh, apparently, allegedly there are five players better than five seniors, better than him in college golf. Is Gordon Sargent a senior? Uh, no, he's 19. I think, Is he? I think he, he won nationals as a freshman. Yeah. He, I was going to say he won last year. I knew that. Um, and he got a special invite to this masters, but now going forward, the winner of NCAAs will get an invite to the in, following yeah. masters, which I think is pretty cool. But anyway, Lando. Sorry guys. I'm just doing a quick study into Sam Bennett popping a Zin or a Zimbabwe as some might say. Now this is, this That's is journalism. Looking, ah, looking almost like a green that's a kind green of like thinking. a dark darker light green darker okay so it'd be a winter green probably then that, see yeah that was that was my that was my first instinct wow. so i think i'm gonna that's I'm gonna uh, stick with that but that was, it's also very, kind of inconclusive so we're gonna have to reach out to sam for some further comments i'd like to get him All on right. for the get him on the pod oh no we also talked about last week the uh the girl that goes to georgia that you know somebody who knows any yeah get can, we, can you try and get her on the podcast as a guest maybe yeah. here? oh my jenny bay that would be kind of sick actually that would be very sick that's why i'm saying you Come should on, probably jenny. try <laughs> let's go use your connections hey, hey jenny i have like UGA. these i have like these three friends we do like a, po- a golf podcast we have like a lot of people to listen I, we think you would be great on the podcast. No, just don't, don't even, need to qualify don't even preface like it yeah. like that. Just be like, hey, I have a golf podcast. There's a golf podcast. We would like to interview you. We could just like, we could just like, call like no, around say, Zoom hey, have, like have you heard of the Bogey Train golf podcast? You say, no. You, how? How have you not heard of it? Yeah, that's actually crazy. It's like, blown yeah. the charts. Yeah, that's wild. Now. And I'll get um, super pissed at her. And then she'll be like, oh, then she'll feel bad. She'll be like, oh, and now I have to because I feel yeah. bad. As Mike Wan once said, it's better to be pissed off than pissed on. So. 
It was, it was like Mike Wan. That's a recurring or, joke at this yeah, point. Yeah, it was either Mike Wan or Fluff Cowan. Who knows? One of the two. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Spaeth? Doing Jordan Spaeth things again this week? Yeah. He's yeah, a guy I, that... I don't know. He's just... I mean, what is this? His seventh top three at the Masters, top ten at the Masters. And it feels like all of them, like he's not really in contention, but finishes in the top five or ten. Um. Like he he had there's no chance this week. There's never a time where it was like, oh, Jordan Speed's gonna win. Yeah, but he just he, he just finishes. makes too many mistakes. I think he led yeah. the field in birdies. The, but I mean, the guy just needs to figure it out. I would love for Jordan Speed. He was my pick last week. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And I just love for him to get it done, but he's just way too inconsistent. Like the Jordan Speed experience is too much right now. I know it truly is the Jordan Spieth roller coaster, and while it makes for great TV, it's just it's exhausting. I'm not even that 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 big of a Jordan Spieth fan. Not that I'm not, but like if I was you know following along to Jordan Spieth like I do, you know Ricky and some other golfers. I mean, geez, that's a that's an emotional roller coaster. And the fact that he and Phil played together in the final round. I mean, what, Jordan Spieth I is I... like the new Phil. I think I saw they shot 58 best ball in the final round uh, with two bogeys. Yeah, something like that. Which is crazy. Um, you know, Spieth, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine birdies in round four. And the classic, Spieth got a great round going and then uh, goes way left on 18. Stop me if we've seen this before. So, like, he doubled 13 in round one and still shot 69. Like, he. Yeah, yeah. And he he went for the green from the pine straw. You know, it's Dude, like like just. I'm watching the video right now. Oh my gosh, I I don't like where this is going already. I've obviously I know as it goes in the water, but oh, and then he slices it. Yep. Did you guys see Phil's second hole Oof. on Thursday? Yes, the Phil Mich- the Phil Mickelson experience. Just the flop when he from hit nowhere. driver off so, the deck out of the pine yep, straw, that one. Yep, he goes driver way right on two, not way right, but pretty far right pine straw. Pretty far right hits driver off the deck out of the pine straw, way left, catches cart path, rolls like thirty yards, and then he I didn't hits know there was a, cart path out there. And then he and he hits a massive flopper from like I don't know seventy yards or something to like six feet and makes it for birdie. He and Speeth are like the same golfer. That's yeah. the Phil Mickelson experience. They're so crazy, fun to watch. Crazy off the tee. Both have magical short games. Streaky putting. I mean, and made a lot of their hay with their iron game. I so. I did forget how much I, going back to Phil, how much I loved watching Phil just recoil the piss out of the driver. Yeah. Like, Dude, he his rips swing's it. very, like, yeah, he has, really he has no, like, laid back driver. It is full bore all the time. Mm. And to, to birdie why, 17 and 18 to birdie 17 and 18 in the final round was pretty like, that was, that was that's onions. That's I mean, onions. that, that approach shot into 17, he nearly jarred it. And then Dude, what is he, 18 what is hits he, it to like 10 feet. What is he? 51 right now? 52? He's, he's 52. at least 52. Yeah. And he, cr- and he looks, he like is still in great shape and crushes the ball. He should be on the crushers instead <laughs> of the high flyers. Yeah, well, um, either one, I guess. Anything else on Jordan Spaeth from the week? Not for me. Lando, Noah? I'm good. 
Phil's 52. Phil's 52. Phil's 52. Uh, do we talk, uh, do we talk LT gray? Yeah, let's, let's go a little down the leaderboard quick and just point out some other names here. I don't know if there's, um, we're all of them. You want to give us, you want to give us all of them, Jenks actually? Yeah. Nah. Uh, Patrick Reed. This is my favorite guy. This is my favorite segment. You know, Cameron Loki Young. Reed did play the, the leaderboard. Okay, Cam, Cameron Young. I did want to talk about him. Yeah. yeah Cam Young, 67 in round one. He was right up there. And then, yeah. looks, you know, even par scary. round two. Uh, just a 75 round three. And I do think Cam, so Cam Young, I, I told you right before the week, I said, look out for Cam Young. You remember that, right? That, I made that, that very, very clear. He birdies his first three holes of the tournament. And I was like, let's go. It, it, yeah, it it's time. And then um, he went back and forth between making me look like a genius and making me look like an idiot all week. Like as soon as he would build up any momentum, he would do something stupid uh, but he was a little bit a victim of the bad weather on Saturday as yeah, most got the guys were. He, I think he had a couple double bogeys in, in the downpour, but, uh, no, he's, he's going to win. He's going to win a major uh, yeah. in the not too distant future. I think, uh, Javi, we talked about Saith Tagala top 10 gets into the, the shot of the week next year. Yeah. The, he went tiger the, mode, the tiger mode. Mm-hmm. Um, he said a lot of guys in the in the patrons were were sort of yelling at him, uh, "Do it for Tiger, hold it out." No way. And just and then he just did it. Yeah. He, in your life. And in then they life. they show his second shot on seventeen on the broadcast, and he just doesn't even hit anything remotely close to the green. It yeah, is remarkable how far left and long that shot was for what was like but, a mid iron. Yeah, that was crazy. And then it's like, well, how could he do that? Like, look at the shot he just hit on sixteen. I'm like, yeah. Look where he was hitting the shot from on 16. How do you think he got there? Like it's like it's like he grew up going to the Jordan Spieth school of golf. And yeah. while that's great for TV, I mean, he needs to he needs to maybe lay off some of the some of the Spieth. Yeah. Uh some of the Spiethness if he wants to get that win on the PGA tour. Yeah. Um also I have a really interesting take because after a few groups after Sahith went long left on 16 Colin Morikawa went long left dude and yep. he and almost made his chip too yeah I was which which has me thinking it was that shot Tiger made actually not that hard well yeah Tiger's not that good he's over but but like, I was is, that, shouting. is that the fact that you know Sahith made it and Morikawa almost made it is that like does it no. does it take a little bit away from Tiger's shot in two thousand five? I don't know. I think no. It's like they know how to. It's like they know how to play it now. Tiger hit I, that I, shot under pressure, where he is, you know, fighting for a Masters championship. Uh, you know, these two schlubs are just trying to get into the clubhouse <laughs> and finish top twelve to get into well, the Masters for next year. But yeah, that and it's like. That Tiger shot is so famous and, and like viewed so many times that like they know the tendency like where it's gonna go as well, you know. Yeah, they've seen. It's it. like mm-hmm. I don't think many. I'm sure people have hit that shot before Tiger as well, to where he got some knowledge of what it's gonna do. Obviously, you can yeah. read read what it's gonna do as well, but yeah. I mean, people hit that bunker shot all the time on 16. They hit it high, let it come back. The thing about Tiger's chip shot, I think, was 
his lie was pretty crap. If you remember, it, it was on the edge of the fairway and rough, like the transition. So just that he hit, he executed that from a very hard lie in that time was crazy. Yeah, I'm not I'm not saying it does take away. I just, you know, I just throw that out there. I don't I don't think it's like that crazy difficult of a chip. I don't think anyone like it's not it's not an obviously difficult chip. It's yeah, pretty, it's le- it's it, I think it's less about like oh my gosh, this is like a phenomenally difficult chip that like who yeah. knows if he can get it up and down. It was just the fact that he hold it out in that situation. Exactly. exactly. And yeah. and how and how it all happened. Like it just teetered on the edge. Yeah. yeah. You just can't can't make that that stuff up. Yeah, Um, you can't make that stuff up. You know, Nick mentioned Morikawa, four under, top 10. Uh, Shoffle, top 10. Matthew Fitzpatrick tied for 10th. He's kind of struggling this year. Morikawa is going to win a green jacket at some point. Yeah, I I just want to throw that out there. Um, He, last few years, he has continued to play well, have fairly late tee times on the weekend. I do think Colin Morikawa will win a Masters at some point. Yeah. Gary Woodland tied for 14th. He that was kind of, kind of out that, of nowhere. He was playing really well. Yeah. Like he was kind of in the mix on Saturday. Yeah. It was the guy that we mentioned last week when I went through those names that qualified under all those metrics. And I said, Gary Woodland, we were just kind of like, really Gary Woodland. And, He's still in the field you know? from his master's win or from yeah. his U S open win. Yep. Tied for 14th. Uh, can't lay obviously Tom Kim tied for 16th. Uh, you know, one guy, it's a pretty impressive debut from Tom Kim. One guy I kind of went radar. down. Yeah, went down the leaderboard for uh, Sam Burns. Finished at one over for the tournament. He had uh, a really promising start. Yeah, he was uh, four under through three. He birdied eight to get to five under. I think he shot five uh, under in the first round. He shot he? sixty-eight four under. Okay, yeah, round I, two. I, I had under. I had him in my lineup too. And yeah. just kind of, it's, it's hard to sustain it at Augusta. Yeah. It was the seven, 78 third, in round yeah. three. That really did it for Sam Burns. Mm. Uh, he finished at one over yes. tied for 29th, but I mean, round three got a lot of guys. Yeah. It was guys, tough. Yeah. Other than that, uh, Jason a, day. I was oh just going to, I know I was just going to bring up my dude. Uh, Oh my gosh. I had, we were riding Jason, Jason day coming into the week. I had huge hopes in round two. With four holes left, he was at nine under. I don't know if you guys remember that. When he was through 14 holes in the second round, he was at nine under, solo second. Do not remember that. Yeah. yeah. He he went four over in his last four in the second round to be at five under. I don't think yeah. he did really. I don't think he really moved. He might have, gone, se- he might have shot a couple over. 74 in round three. And then he had a decent start. He got to four or five under in the final round and then double bogeyed four out of five holes around the turn. Yeah, Yeah, that's uh, 10, 12, 13. I'm going to throw it out there. This is my nominee, and I think it's the winner for bogey train of the week this week. I'm Um, I'm fine with that. Bogey, par, double, double, par, double, double, par, par, bogey. So I think we can give it to Jason Day uh, this week, bogey train of the week. In round four of the Masters, which I didn't even realize that he shot 80 in the final round. Like, I knew he was struggling. That's I didn't realize garbage. it was an 80. The thing is, with Jason Day, I mean, I'm still very bullish. I still think he's going to win soon. Um, he played a lot of great golf this week. But, yeah, that was just a tough way to finish yeah. it. Especially when, I mean, very early in the tournament, he was he was all over. He was, he was, he was nine under through 20, 31 holes. 
uh, mm. 32 holes. So uh, nobody else on yeah. the leaderboard I want to talk about though. Um, so we can move on. We can talk about three of the guys who did not Tiger finish. Tiger Rory. Tiger uh, Rory, Tiger, JT. Rory. Oh, I guess JT even too. Yeah, I was thinking just Will. Can we touch on one guy quick? I want to get your opinions on his performance. Yes, Max sir. Homa. Disappointing more for sure. Yeah, expected okay. a lot more. Um, it, I mean this this year. Obviously, he hasn't really had a great performance in a major yet. This year felt different though because he's like he's definitely a different player than he was even a year ago. He's much better. And it's like he's done a lot on the PGA Tour, and it's like okay, it's about time. You know, it's not like you have to win one right now, but we need to see you in the mix at a major. Mm-hmm. But it just, uh, it just it, wasn't it the week. wasn't there. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I, I'm still, I'm still, I have very high hopes for him at LACC. I just want to, I'm still yeah, throwing that out there. I, I think he'll still have US a good Open. major calendar. I just think the Masters just, it wasn't it this mm-hmm. year for him. There also were two guys I want to mention really quickly. Oh, um, as, as it, it'll be quick. Um, as soon, even though it was, you know, I would say overall a successful week for live. They had some guys play really well and, you know, like Phil unexpectedly, uh, their two best guys were a little bit of a disappointment. Cam Smith and DJ DJ really struggled. Um, so I don't know what to make of it or, you know, maybe yeah. what went into that. Obviously they're not going to have a good week every week, but I, well, I expected a lot more from DJ. I thought, I thought he was going to play a lot better. DJ for sure is kind of a disappointment. Uh, you know, Cam Smith, like we mentioned last week, he's kind of not been playing well. He's kind of, you know, in a little low point. So, you know, it was good for him to make the cut. Just, you know, probably disappointing for him. For us, it's kind of, you know, what we expected because he's not been playing well. I but yeah, that's DJ, about what I expected from Cam. Yeah. But DJ, DJ I, I expected him to be in the mix. Disappointing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, let's, let's talk about, I was going to talk about four guys that, you know, missed the cut. One guy didn't even start, or I guess four guys that didn't finish one made the cut and that's tiger. Uh, not the best look from tiger this week. You know, he didn't look amazing. He was really kind of struggling with the putter in round one round two, you know, made the cut, I guess. Yeah, uh, I, so, I I don't have a lot to say on Tiger. Like it was just a disappointing week for a Tiger fan. Um, I think it was just disappointing all the way around. Obviously, he made the cut somehow. I don't really know how. Um, JT's how. JT and Sungjae late bogeys, but the thing is, obviously, his health a huge concern. Like it, the fact that he he can't get around Augusta for seventy two holes without this being a major problem. I mean, doesn't, you know, doesn't yeah. bode well for his future here at, at, at other majors, but another, that was even more, con- I mean, maybe not more concerning, but just as concerning. I mean, the first round was perfect scoring conditions and he shot two over mm-hmm. yeah, and Potter, Potter because was of, bad. because of his health. I mean, he's not able to actually get any meaningful reps in before he shows up to these majors. So, I mean, even if it, even if he does, he is able to get through it health wise. I just, I don't think he'll ever be sharp enough because well, he can't thing. actually go out and get the reps in. Yeah. And it's like, okay, if he's practicing, you know, okay, he can get 18 holes in. It's also not at the hills of Augusta. And as well as 
you know, with the rain situation, you know, playing 27 holes, you know. Well, yeah. And with his condition, the cold weather is absolutely terrible for him. Exactly. And and he's probably not walking these practice rounds either. Yeah. I mean, I bet he's probably, when he's practicing, he's probably practicing with a cart. Mm -hmm. And the walk is that much more labored when the course is wet. And yeah. it's cold out. I mean, he That's, he had to have be he had to have been so miserable out there. That, those videos, he looked just miserable uh, yeah. on Saturday. I, and something that kind of really scared me. I think it was round one. Uh, on eighteen, he hits his tee shot right onto the edge of the bunker. I saw that. Yeah. So that. he's he's standing in the bunker, um, or at least one foot in the bunker, and the ball's outside, and it's his right leg that is you know, bearing most of the weight in this situation. And he hits the shot and he kind of like jumps backwards. And then he's jumping around on his other leg, trying to stay off that one leg. It's just, yeah, that that's, that freaked me out a good bit. Yeah. It's, it's really scary uh, for Tiger. And I mean, you guys doesn't see the report that do you guys see the report that just came out about last year at the PGA? Yeah. What Jason day Mm -hmm. said. Yeah. That he, when he withdrew, it was because there was, Actually, one of the screws in his leg was like coming out of his skin. Yeah, I don't know how true that is, but if true, very gruesome and brutal. It's ex- extremely disturbing. Um, <laughs> like I just, I can't, I can't picture a scenario where he's he's back and he's competitive in. Yeah, I mean, yeah. in th- these events. At this point, if he's gonna win a major again, it's obviously gonna be the Masters. Is um, it though? No, it will. No, I gonna, think it'll be. I think it'll be the open. If it'll he's going to win another major, course, an easier walk. He'll win the Masters. Um, I, I there's I, but I very strongly disagree. I with that. I don't think it'll happen anyway. I think you know he has nothing left to prove. I think it's just too far in his career and too many injuries. I think we've we've probably seen the last of Tiger. Here, here's the deal. So you know before. You know, when all of this went down, he was, you know, pretty against going to the Champions Tour. And then during, yeah. you know, during his presser, he's talking about, oh, yeah, a couple more years, three more years, and I can ride in a cart. Yeah. I think yeah. he might make what some would, pay out there. What, what would Tiger shoot during, like, this Masters if he could ride a cart? I mean, 35 under. Like, no, dude, Tiger, I mean, it's it's not like he would have just gone out and won. Like, I still don't think he's sharp enough. Like, he would have made the cut and maybe got like a top twenty-five. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, the health is the biggest question. But I, I still don't even know if his game is there. He also I mean, it's good enough to make the cut, but I think this year, I think he should probably just not play at Oak Hill or LACC and just try to see if he can get back and good enough to give it a run at Royal Liverpool where he's won before. But we thought the same thing about St. Andrews last the, year, and then he missed the cut by a wide margin. So the thing is though, is with an open, it's, it's pretty chilly. And when it gets cold, that's not good for Tiger's body. It's not always though. Some years it does get warmer, but it, as far as those courses are usually flatter when it comes to the walk so that's sort of how I'm envisioning it. In Tiger's third round, so the seven holes he played, he was minus 5.2 strokes gained approach. Hmm. Minus? 
Yeah, he lost 5.2 shots approach in seven holes. Well, yeah, that's, he was like six over through seven. That's not very good, is it? No, that's not good at all. Um, you know, hopefully, I, I say it all the time. I've, I've loved Tiger. I was a Tiger fan growing up. You know, hopefully he comes back. But it's just after this week, I have kind of lost the the hope that I had seven days ago. One of the one of the I commentators. One of the commentators is like, every time you see Tiger now, it's like a bonus. That's kind yeah, of what it feels like. That, that's what it is. You'll see him for the four majors. You'll see him for the Genesis. It's like, it's and like, that's all you get. So you um, you watch him because he's Tiger, but that's kind of all. That's kind of why you watch him. I feel like yeah. everyone has a glimmer of hope. You know, yeah. kind of like 2019, where it was just like, oh my. Well, he's still it's lightning he's, in a bottle. He still yeah. is Tiger, like. He and that's still the thing could go is, out and shoot a 60 one day. You never know. So you watch. Thing, the thing is, though, obviously Tiger always says he's not going to show up to a tournament if he doesn't think he like has a chance to win. But, you know, when you're saying, like, every time we see Tiger, it's just a bonus. Like, does Tiger want to have that ceremonial role where he's, like, doing all of this work to try to be able to be, you know – ready to go for these big events just to show up and absolutely grind to make the cut on the number and then shoot 78, 78 over the weekend. I don't, I think, I think he just likes to play golf. Like I really do. So he will continue just because he can. Like, why would you stop? But he's just putting himself through so much. I mean, what's the alternative? Don't. Yeah. You could just not. I mean, if he, if he really likes to, if he really likes to play golf, he can always play golf and be a, on a cart yeah but you know you know it's not the same do you think he's doing some of it in the midst of the live separation to like almost back more you know his stance obviously is to to back the pga do you think some of that's influenced i don't think so i think he's just probably like noah said this is just what he lives for and he's trying to somehow make it work and maybe he just doesn't want to face what's probably reality is that he just can't do it anymore. I think, I think a part of him knows like it's a one in a million chance for him to win now. I mean, the accident was, was over two years ago. Yeah. Like how much, how much better can the leg actually get? I mean, 2019 was already a minor miracle to have that happen again. is just, and it's just two totally different circumstances. I mean, obviously a lot of back issues and back surgeries, but he truly like his right leg is truly a mess. But he's just like I don't. He, he's the kind of guy that won't quit until he literally has to quit. Like he literally can't play anymore. He will keep playing until he can't. Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, that's what he's done the last two years in the majors. I but mean, I he's think, yeah, played. He's literally played the the PGA to the point where he couldn't play anymore. Because he allegedly had a screw sticking out of his skin. Like, had that not been the case, there's probably still a chance that he finishes out that week. Like, he will play yeah. until it is it's physically impossible for him to play golf. But how it's many times does he have golf? to show up and shoot all these high like rounds in the high seventies to like to to realize okay, I don't need to be doing this anymore. I I don't even know if he's at the point where he but cares anymore. He's He's doing it because that's what he's always done. I don't think he'll ever have that attitude, Nick. I don't think he'll ever be like, why do I keep doing this anymore? 
Well, because he, he always he says, like, I'm not showing attitude. up. I'm not showing up to a tournament if if I don't think I can win. That's what he's always said. Yeah. I mean, if he feels if he feels he can win and he just if he has his absolute best stuff and he feels he can win, that's different. But he hasn't shown us his best stuff in two years since 2019 or four years. I mean, we haven't seen his best stuff in a long time. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I would just, man, it'd be crazy to see like what his career would have looked like if he just never had the injury issues. Like if he would have had Phil's health throughout yeah. his career, like oh, what, yeah. what Tiger's career would have ended up looking like. Yeah. Like what, like how many majors would he, would he be in the twenties? Like he probably have, would have, have to imagine he probably would have 20 majors. Yeah, well, I mean, nice. you just got to think, even if he just wins the PGA against Y.E. Yang, that brings him up to what, 16? Well, I mean, that wasn't due to health. I know, but that was just, just because I was there. That's just one major more that he could have had. I mean, you're just looking at four more majors that he has to have won to get up to 20. I think it's very doable, um, if not for that injury. Guys, I sent you this link for this article this guy wrote about Tiger after Thursday at the Masters. Check it out at some point. Um, phenomenal yeah. article. Yeah, uh, but my biggest thing with Tiger, we all know about the health, but just the fact the, that you know, the per- perfect conditions in the first round, it was warm, and and it was soft conditions. I mean, absolutely scoreable, and he went and he shot seventy four. Like that was that was an absolute red flag mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Uh, so we hammer the Tiger. Yeah, moving on from a guy who didn't have his best stuff to another guy who didn't have his best stuff and Rory McIlroy. By uh, far the biggest disappointment uh, of the week. Hugest disappointment of the week. This is a guy that we're talking about. You know, I think this is his time to finally get the green jacket. Uh, And then he, I can't even find him on the friggin' leaderboard. Plus five, I think. Yeah, this was he was my pick. I will say I did oh, have half of the pick right. Twelve under. I did have twelve under correct. I will take credit for that, but um I will have to apologize for my Rory take. I'm at this point, I'm done. I'm never picking Rory to win another major. I need to see it first. That's this, uh, I was really I, hoping after this week that we would have gotten uh a meme, you know, where in full swing, Rory kind of gave you the F you Phil quote. And I was really hoping that there would have been a meme that came out this week of Phil saying F you Rory as he finishes second place. And Rory Phil, the Phil wasn't going to do that. But the um, thing here's the, here's the thing with Rory, right? Obviously he's been playing phenomenal golf over the past year. He's, you know, what was he coming into the week? Second or third in the world. Yeah. Obviously there's a lot of hype. This is the one major he has to get for the career grand slam. Um, it's one thing if you don't win because it's hard to win a golf tournament. It's not like I would have been, you know, mad at Rory if he just didn't win, unless there was like really bad choking circumstances or something. But just to show up and put this put on the performance that he did was just incredibly deflating. Like I, I can't even. It's it's hard to describe how how deflating that performance was from Rory. Like just to to not even. When he's doing all this, all this prep, he supposedly, you know, was 
was playing all this golf and there were rumors around, oh my gosh, she shot 61 in Augusta in this practice round. It's like, whatever. I'm so over it. Well, mm-hmm. I think a lot of the talk too around that 61 was that he was putting really well. He, they were saying he was putting lights out. Uh, round one, plus 0.6 strokes gained putting. Round two, he lost two and a half. Like the putter was abysmal this week. Wait, wait, wait. What was this first round? Plus 0.6, so plus half a shot. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Round two, he lost two and a half. Like his putting was just not good this week. And then you pair that on top of, you know, I'm looking at round two specifically, a terrible approach game, uh, not really that great around the green. That I don't know what was going on. And now it's very interesting because news comes out today that he withdraws from the heritage. Uh, yeah. And there's no explanation around why he doesn't give a reason. He just says, I'm, I'm not playing. Is it health? Is it like, what, what's going on with Rory McIlroy is the question. Yeah, this was, I don't know. And, and, and now you have Spieth talking about just how exhausted he is, you know, with all of the golf they've been playing in this stretch, like they played eight out of the last 10 or something. And, uh, you know, Rory was appearing to be pretty, pretty gassed towards the end of the match play. Right. Cause that's like what, seven matches or mm-hmm. however many it was. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Just uh, really this, disappointing. Could this result in a potential overhaul of the, designated events system well and it's going to be a different schedule next year anyway but yeah it'll be because this i mean this is one of the one things that worried me was this you know like you said eight out of ten weeks it's a lot of golf um you know most guys are not playing they're playing eight events in three months and now they got harbor town this week which is a designated event so yeah it's it's crazy. It, it's um, it's interesting. I hope we get something in the news at some point this week about Rory. And, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the pit because this, the guidelines for this season, I mean, you could only skip one of the uh, designated events to be eligible for your full percentage of the pip. And now this will be Rory's second that he missed. Unless there's some sort of injury we don't know about. Um, you know, according to the letter of the law, it would seem that he shouldn't be eligible for his full um, hip. But then it sounds like uh, Jay Monahan is, has said something like, well, I have, have judgment over that. So I think Rory's going to be fine when it comes yeah. to the pit, which is really interesting to show that the rules may or may not apply, but I'll say the one bright thing out of Rory though. Driver was good. Driver was good. Oh, that's great. That's love I to mean, hear it. That, a month ago, that's the thing we were talking about is that Rory could not hit driver. He hated his driver. This week, the driver's good. Everything else sucks. Rory, you're running out of time if you want this career grand slam. Yeah, it has for the longest time seen like, okay, it's Rory, it's Augusta. Like, it's going to happen. It's just a matter of time. But, like, does he have, like, like, a mental block here? Because he hasn't – his look like, go back and look at his first rounds in the Masters since he's had the opportunity for the career grand slam, 2015 and on. His first round has been his first round scoring average is abysmal. We're we're getting to the point now where I think it's time to start asking the question, has Rory McElroy's best chance at the Masters already passed? 
the the one year that he lost, you know, he was in contention on Sunday um, and didn't get it done. Is that going to be his best chance he's ever had? Well, maybe. I hope not. But yeah, will this end up being like the Phil Mickelson U.S. Open story? You know, that'll be. Oh, without Phil's playing right now, he could probably just win a U.S. Open this year and just stop it. Stop it. Uh, stop it. Another guy that missed the cut, Justin Thomas, which was kind of a crazy one. When they teed off, when they came back on Saturday morning, he had like a 92% chance to make the cut. I think it was like 99, honestly. Was it higher than that? Uh, And then just absolutely fell apart. It was in Uh, the worst of the conditions. Well, some of the worst of the conditions Saturday morning, but yeah, it was a tough scene, especially... (laughs) It's a nice background there, Noah. Thank you. Especially since, yeah, he did he did the walk and talk on hole fourteen, and you know he was saying something like, uh, you know, got a really long day ahead of us with these conditions, and then he just absolutely fell apart, and uh, in an instant he missed the cut and was done for the weekend. Yeah, he's drinking his protein shake. He's like, yeah, it's really tough to eat, you know, tough to eat and stay hydrated with conditions like this. I've got 30 holes of golf to play. And it's like, actually, you've got seven holes of golf to play, and then you're going to pack it up and go home because you couldn't finish the round. Um I thought the walk and talk was weird it's, at Augusta. I, I It was I'm very not, weird. I like it in the normal events, but at Augusta, yeah, it was just... I kind of agree with that. Um, and it was very weird that Rory actually did it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, JT didn't seem thrilled, but it's like I was I mean, about to say. To it. I was about to say JT did not want to talk to them. <laughs> he was like yeah, trying to you, hang up the whole time. At the end, he's like, "All right, I'm going to go make this putt." And then did you throws, see just the way he? Yes, the way he, he just throws he, he, he the AirPod. He did the AirPod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then he, well, like, he dropped oh. it. He dropped it on the ground, and then stepped on it a couple times and twisted oh, his yeah. foot, and then he threw yeah. it. But and then yeah. lit it on fire. Yeah, you might have missed that part, but. <laughs> And then he gave it the finger before he threw it too. And then he dropped I, it on the garbage disposal. Yeah. So and then he threw it. So I don't have much else to say on JT besides just the disappointment at the end of round two. Like I don't think he was going to win by any means. Um, yeah. But just the the miscut was kind of a disappointment. After we need to be monitoring the situation chance. with JT. I think this is first time outside the top ten in the world ranking, uh, and that sort of happened recently since. Oh. I don't, I don't know how long ago. Um, so we need to, we need to see what's going on. What's, what's going on over there at, uh, it's definitely a situation where we're keeping an eye on cause he hasn't, yeah, he's not in the top 10. Yes. Uh, and then I guess lastly, one more player to talk about guy who didn't even get the week started. Will Zalatoris. He withdraws before Thursday's round due to injury. And news comes out today that he has had another uh, surgery and he is out for the rest of the season. Yeah, this is, this is all extremely concerning stuff. Uh, First of all, I saw some people like early in the week saying that like they had Zalatoris in their lineup. They were putting money on Zalatoris, even not knowing anything about the health. Like, I, I was like, that's a terrible bet. What are you guys? He hasn't played good golf at all this year. He had a season-ending injury in August of last year. 
and he had to make a swing change to try to compensate so he wasn't injuring his back anymore. And and then hasn't hasn't once played well this year. And people are like, oh, yeah, I'm feeling like Will Zalatoris is going to win the Masters. I'm like, are you kidding me? And then and then he withdraws day one after uh, a couple of days prior saying, oh, yeah, he's feeling 100% healthy. Um, so this is all just strange and concerning. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, for a guy who had so much promise, um, what year was it? Was it 2021? It was 21 the, and he came out of nowhere. And yeah, the second year. Yeah. Um, and it was just like, dude, this guy has got it. And then it was like every single major. Uh, it was the Masters. It was the PGA. It was the U.S. Open. He was just up there. And it's like, he's going to get this done. And then last year at the Masters, he does it again. And um, he was wow. contending at the U.S. Open with Matthew Fitzpatrick, and he just he hasn't got it done. And now it's extremely concerning that he's missing more time with injury after he just missed time. What was it? Two years ago, he had to miss the Ryder Cup yeah. with injury. Uh, it's it's extremely concerning for his career. Well, yes. And the fact that when he he said he was so he was supposedly 100% healthy and then when he withdrew, he he said he he woke up feeling tight and wasn't able to go. So it goes from woke up feeling tight on Thursday to season-ending surgery on Saturday after 4 days before that being at 100%. I mean, these puzzle pieces aren't adding up i don't know how tight you have to wake up to uh have to have season ending surgery but you got to be pretty tight apparently (laughs) um can they uh do surgery to fix his putter stroke i was yeah that's that's interesting that's um i don't know if they can that might be a lobotomy Mm. but ice pick lobotomy I know you're kind of a Willie Z guy, Landon. Do you have do you have any thoughts on the uh, the, the the situation that's happening over there at? Uh, it's just the super Willie unfortunate. Camp? It's just super unfortunate for him. Um, he's been playing lights out, you know, before going on the string of, you know, he was in the top ten for almost everything he played in. Played pretty solid. What he finished second at the Masters in twenty one. He ago? was. He was second at yeah. the U.S. Open last year. He was second at the PGA last year. Yeah, I mean, so, he's when he's healthy, he's lights out. So hopefully things can get shaped up for him. But unfortunate, you know. You know, that's a really interesting, uh, you know, background you've got there. I, little did we know at the time, we were style trailblazers because um, yeah, you, got, think, you, got, you got Victor I Hovland – I think Hovland uh, took notes from you know us. taken from us. You've got Adam Earthtone Scott has been the king of beige over the past five years or so. I mean, well, you know, we I don't were, know if we can see our we were blazing world. trails that we didn't even know about. Yeah, I just I'm glad people can't see the pants we were wearing because it was probably close to the same color. Yeah, khaki we, on khaki. We, what what tournament was that? Junior, the, junior. The oversized yeah. T-shirts are a great look. Well. Yeah, the day before we uh, 
wanted to get something matching. And well, they're good if it's like a little too chilly outside. Then it's almost a long sleeve. Yeah, polo. I think we th- I think we shot a best ball eighty three that day, so yeah. we were feeling it. That's really good for you. Yeah, when Landon used yeah. to tower over me. It's yeah, like when Landon Nick and I shoot best ball anyway in the two. I could, so I could drive much. the ball then. Um. Okay, so did we have any other big surprises or disappointments? I think we pretty much covered. I think we hit about everybody. Homo was up there for one of the biggest disappointments for me. Yeah, that's one of the that's a he's he's one where I just I need to I need to see it happen first before I yeah. Um Willie Z was a disappointment too. That one definitely kinda hurt, but definitely. Uh, Kevin Na, you know, I had Kevin Na in my lineup. Just kidding. Um, so anything else on like how, how our picks worked out? I had, uh, oh, Minwoo Lee, actually. I had, I had Minwoo Lee in my lineup that ended up not working out very well for me. He played pretty well at Augusta last year, but he was just, uh, straight up bad. This year, uh, I feel like that's what you get with Minwoo, though. I mean, he can either light it up. Or he's, he can... he's one of the streakiest golfers in the in the top fifty. So Sushraka, um, who were my picks? I picked Spieth to win. I think I talked Max Homa up. I talked Morikawa up. Um, in my, my... Uh, in my in my DraftKings, I had Cam Young, Jason Day, Minwoo Lee. Xander Shoffley, Sam Burns, and Corey Connors. Corey Connors was disappointing. I did not think he was going to miss the cut. Um, I was not high on Corey Connors. My Masters app fantasy had Scheffler, Rory, Gordon Sargent, and uh, I don't remember. I uh, Jeff, no, Homa, Burns. And Rory. I had Scotty. I had Scotty, Colin, Jason Day, and then Rory. Um, and the Rory one still just irks me off that I took John Rahm out. What could have been. Uh, and better news, though, 878 total birdies for the week. So That's I don't know. Lot. I don't know. Lot. My guess, we last year, My guess was in the 860s. My guess was in the 860s. I think I said so. 811. I don't really remember. What right. was last year's? Like last year's was like eight, 840 something. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Okay. I think I guessed 777 this year. You did guess 777. Wait, do you know? Yeah, the I have the results. Who, who won our who won our so uh, Drew won? He had 271 points. Noah was I second was with 251. Close. Yeah, that's pretty good. Sully? Well, here's Sully. That would be Max, Max. Sabi. Uh 246 points. He was third. Past the hat was fourth with 245. And then I was fifth with 240. Here's the thing. The, what the was second Hayward? round. What was Hayward? Yeah, Hayward. Yep. That was Landon. Um sixth. Sixth, yeah. Here's the thing. Uh, yeah, I uh, top six, baby. I the second, the end of the second round to the beginning of the third round. Obviously, usually there's like a whole night in between, but it happened so quick. So I didn't because I think you have the opportunity to switch out 
yep. guys that missed Ew. the cut. Yeah. And I, I didn't because I just wasn't thinking of it. Because Was I one of the only people that took advantage of that? Which is kind of a sham, honestly. If you pick the, a guy that misses the cut, that's on you. That's how our DraftKings works. I switched Rory out and I was like, ah, do I want Rom or do I want Brooks? And I said, I've passed on Rom okay. once already this week. And so I'll pass on him again and I'll take Brooks. And boy, was and you good. took you took Brooks right when he cooled off. Yep, perfect timing. So let's see who. Why can't I remember who I had? Oh, Rory. Oh, I had Shoffley in the oh, yeah, Masters one too. That was another guy I was kind of looking at last week, and uh... so anything else from Augusta. You boys oh. applying for tickets? I've been applying for five years. Have you? Good. Yes. Really? Yes. Oh my. Um. Overall, it's just a great week. It's it's sad that it's over, but I mean, there's there's nothing like the like Thursday morning watching the watching the coverage on the app. Like there's it's, just there's nothing like it. I forget how much I love the Masters. Just you know, like you said, watching the coverage, the song, not only Augusta by Dave Loggins, but also the, is it the Thrill of Victory? Is that the one that they yes. have? That, yeah, that's the CBS one. It's just, it's awesome. I love it. Uh, but we get to move from a tournament with a cool jacket for the winner to another co- tournament with a cool jacket for the winner. We get to go to the RBC Heritage this week. It's basically like Hilton head. mom i want it's like mom i want the masters it's like oh we yeah. have the masters at <laughs> yeah. home we, we have green that's, yeah. what, that's what this week is yeah I mean, it's if you're how am it's I a green to... jacket if you're colorblind yeah yeah i saw uh, a lot of sandwich review videos this this week yeah and they were kind of in consensus that the egg salad sandwich was the best which i find extremely I, hard to believe i hear that a lot i hear that the egg salad is better than the pimento cheese but yeah, i think the pimento the cheese the is just more masters yeah then that's why it's talked up i just like i love how the sandwiches are so like simple like there's absolutely no presentation involved it's like oh, two slices of white bread and then yeah. like whatever it's a sandwich like i saw someone pull out one it was like it's like a bun it's like a bun that you get from like mcdonald's yeah just like a couple some meat in between it's like yeah you gotta love it i would yeah i would like to go someday and hopefully they don't change the menu too much because yeah i would like to try a lot of that stuff they they will have to do taste of the masters next year they do a bunch of those like menus and they're like what would you buy with if you had this much money and one of them there was like he was like 10 bucks and Blueberry muffins and coffee were both a dollar. So I commented, I'll take nine blueberry muffins and one coffee. I, oh my, they God. had a video that they did uh, with Tom Kim. And they said, you get 20 bucks, walk into the concession stand and buy whatever you want. So he walks in with his 20 bucks. He gets, you know, an egg salad, a pimento cheese. Nice. Uh, he gets the, the sports drink. And then he gets, like two cookies or something like that. And it was like 12 bucks. Yeah. So you don't need anything else. That's it. We just lost Nick. I don't know what happened. That's all right. We don't need him. He kind of holds us back, honestly. There he is. No, we no, lost the sound though. Oh, there. Okay. I'm good. Um, anything else? 
You guys playing some golf this week? The snow's gone. Yeah, golf course is not open up here yet. I'll be in the simulator topping it again. First um, course I hear that's going to be open. Once I hear it, I'm I'm gone. My, uh, my courses in my neck of the woods are open uh, tomorrow. So oh. see if we can. You, and of course, we've got a. Of course, it's going to be beautiful the whole week, and then as soon as it gets to the weekend, it's supposed to be just awful. Yeah, it's supposed to be raining so, and cold again this weekend. Um, yeah. But at least uh, I don't have a shattered leg, so I might be able I, to make it work. I am. Uh, it helps. I've been looking into a fitting here the last couple of days. I've been kind of doing some research, uh, trying to figure out what I want to do. If I want to make the four-hour trek to Minneapolis and go to Second Swing, or if I just want to take the easy way out and go to Austeds in Sioux Falls. But what would uh, Drew Mahold say? Well, Drew Mahold would obviously say, obviously say take the four-hour trek to Minneapolis, but I don't think I can find time to drive to Minneapolis in the next month and get clubs. Well, what about so, this weekend? I can't this weekend. we got stuff going on. No, you don't. I actually do, yeah. Um, I mean, listen, I, I've been fit at second swing. I've been fit at Austeds. One was better than the other. And, uh, and it rhymes with Schmastads. <laughs> uh, maybe, was, maybe that's all I, all I will say. Which one was better, Minneapolis or Sioux Falls? Um, second swing. Second swing was better. Dude, we're not even sponsored by them. You can't be. It's just. I'm sorry. That. That's just. You can't be. I that. just wanna. I need. There I goes need, our Austin. What are you? What are you trying to get fit for? Irons. Irons. I love. I got fit at second swing for irons, and it was a breeze. I know, but it's four hours away. Drive faster. Thanks. <laughs> James, I grew up there. I know all the spots. So I'll tell I you. I mean, it's know. about three, three and a half. Yeah, second swing Tonka. And you're not even you're not even all the way in the cities. Yeah. Just three and which a half. One's, which one's Drew work at? Well, he, he doesn't even work Tonka. at a store. He work he works yeah. at he works at headquarters. No. Yeah, He's a top gun now. Drew said he. Drew said he. But if, if you're going to get a fitting, I mean, don't do Minneapolis. Definitely do Minnetonka. Minnetonka. Yeah, yeah, way better. But I shout out second swing. Yeah, the, the when I went to second Tonka's swing, get out of here. I got a free fitting when I went. Someone canceled, and they were like, what? "Do you want a fitting?" I said, "Yep." Gosh, I heard it's still so far. One of, my, one of my buddies went and then he got done. And then was it you, Nick? You got a free fitting? Maybe. But they were like, Are you in college? And then he was like, Yeah. And they're like, Oh, we take care of our college students. And then gave him a free fitting. That, that was me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's, uh, I don't know if I should be yeah. saying that because who knows whether they're supposed to be doing that. But, I'm not going to say who the fitter was. I don't even think well, he's this there is anymore. A, yeah, yeah. But because um, I was like, Jade, you, you know, I'm you know, I'm ordering these clubs through my coach, right? Like, I'm not getting them from Second Swing. He's like, oh yeah, but we'll, we'll take care of you. I was like, <laughs> what a I'm not going to argue, sir. What a beauty. Then well, like, ran away. James, I'll buy you some food if you come. I'll even come and watch your fitting. <laughs> and chirp you. Dude, I, 
I will if, go to, I'll go get it at second swing. If I can get Bata to fly me to Minneapolis so I don't have to drive, I'm in. Oh, there you go. It sounds like a lock. You're going to fly to Minneapolis? Dude, Sioux I don't want to drive there. It's like the easiest drive ever. I'm not like, from Sioux Falls, genius. You'll pass What like if I drive cars. to Watertown and pick you Even up? Watertown is even easier yeah. drive. Then I'm in. Uh, you'll if pass you, like two if, cars from you, Watertown. If you drove to Watertown, picked me up, took me to my fitting, and drove me back, I'm in. What, what's, what's wrong with... I just hate. So it's not even finding the time. You just hate driving. I hate driving. I actually Dude, like driving. I don't mind like, it at all. I, I despised going to the Vikings game last year solely for the fact that I had to drive four hours to get there. That's a, that's James. Really if you drive, to drive to the outskirts of the metro, I'll come pick you up outside of the metro. What's the outskirts of the metro considered? I mean, you have to drive like three hours. Or no. It's like Excelsior outskirts. Excelsior, yes. Yeah. I'd pick you up there. Uh, well, at that point, I might as well drive the extra. Well, if you don't like the traffic. 25 minutes. We've hit the point where our podcast content is terrible. Yeah, that's, how, that's, 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 that's the sign. I love how the only solution that it that is solving is you not being behind the driver's wheel. Like you still have to be <laughs> the car driving. You're just not the one yeah. driving. Yeah. That... Uh, what's... All right, I think hey, I'm going to cut it off. Let's uh, plan a trip to Minneapolis and see Lando one week. Boys, we're just getting started. I'm just getting fired up. I'll go. I'm cutting Let's off go. the stream right now. I'll only go if Nick goes with me. I would love to. Well, then let's go some weekend. When does this get weekends available? Uh, I'll probably. <laughs> well, the stream is on YouTube. Yeah. I don't have any weekends available either. But I'll probably upload the podcast tomorrow morning are we the, we're still recording want, by the way i didn't oh know yeah we are uh, i know we're still recording i cut off the live stream oh but well then all right well you're gonna get better content here than you are on the live stream yeah well, I saved, we may I saved we may continue this words. this conversation uh off record but uh thanks for sticking with us hopefully you enjoyed the masters stay on the bogey train uh Till next Lando, time. thanks Big for coming thanks on. To Lando for coming on for the first time, even though it was a marathon. Come on, baby. potential new host. Um, yeah, Whoa. we will. We'll, we'll see what happens going forward if Noah continues to show up or not show up. So I know, I know that guy needs to get like figured out. He doesn't even try. Like, All right, till next time, folks. I just got stuck in a bogey train. Mm-hmm.